do not adjust your radio dial. You are tuned in to the Mark Order Podcast. Join the Mark Order. She's not going to mess with my wrestle buddies. All right, we're live on the rant. Don't stop the video. I'm going to do that. I'm going to share this to Facebook. I'm going to put the intros in post because I don't want to hear anyone's fucking mouth. I don't know what happened to my Farago. I don't know what happened to... Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to anything. Oh, things... Hey, I should have this all set before. Share to no, share to page. Or the podcast. Go live. I'll put all the intro shits in later, and I'll you know because I'm sure Anthony's going to be watching live on Facebook. He'll be bitching and moaning about something. Uh, Kate might be watching in her car on her cell phone. She'll be complaining about us. But it's it's, it's when oh, 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 oh. I can't see you because the stupid Facebook thing is doing whatever it's doing. Sean, I'm sorry. We're we're live on Facebook now. I did check. Yes. So what's shaking, Mister Schlong? How are you on this dreary hurricane night? I'm good. How you doing? You know what? I'm pretty good. I had a, a the day off. The storms fucked up my whole day. Uh, so I got the day off, and then because it was going to be a shitty day. They gave the old wife uh, the day off, too. So uh, we woke up uh, super early, like 7.45 for some ungodly reason. And the first words out of her mouth was, today will be a great day to take a nap. And I was like, yeah, it will be a great day to take a nap. Then last night she said, oh, since we're off tomorrow, we we want to go to Ikea and get you a new table. And I said, oh, that'd be a great idea. We spent like fucking four hours at ikea <laughs> that sounds like torture to me i'm gonna be honest you know what it wasn't bad because um i was looking for things it wasn't just me following her around and her asking me like mundane questions about you know appliances and plates and cups and shit that i don't give a shit about i was actually picking out furniture for for the uh I don't know what I call it. The man cave, the podcasting room, the office. Look, check this out, Schlong. This is going to fuck everything up, too. Look at this. I got this beautiful bookcase here. Oops, something just came unplugged. And I filled Uh it with all my mint on card uh, AEW figures. Did you build it today? Yes, everything is built. The table, I built the table. So we got back at like 3.30, and then we built the table. We built the chair. I got a nice new chair. Um, built a bookcase. We put together, she got a bunch of like rolling carts for all her plants that she has out on the sun porch. I put together a bunch of little tables for outside. Uh, we framed a picture for her friend. Uh, we are waiting to frame my Macho Man uh, limited edition um, poster. I had to roll it out and let it get flat. I had to let it sit flat for a little while. 
Um, and she's going to hang up some shelving at some point that she could put all her Switch Amiibos on. And and I think that's everything we bought at the... Oh, we brought a rug for the dining room. And we bought... uh, Nelly, come on, man. You got to go. And we bought uh, cushions for all the dining room chairs. Jesus Christ, you had a hell of a day. Oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. And I beat the fucking storm home. And I had uh, a pretzel at the Ikea. And I had a cinnamon bun. And the cinnamon bun was fucking banging, bro. I love cinnamon buns. Oh, my God. Come on, Nelly. (laughs) This is cracking me up. She just likes to be by you. Now, see, if you listen to the Monday Night Show, you know we're doing Operation uh, Operation Cats. We've, all, we've left all the doors open. Now, I did close the door behind me because that's our bathroom. That door behind me, if you're watching on Facebook, that's where the bathroom is. I didn't think it would be a good idea to leave it wide open for the whole show. So I just have the door to the office landing open. So that's the only way she can go in and out. And the minute she sees Muda, she's going to get scared. So she, I'm sure she's just, I don't know what she's doing, but it's, whatever. It, cats crack me up. They're like the opposite of dogs. Dogs just want to be with each other. Well, I want to be with you tonight, Mr. Ryan Schlong. This is, um, let's see, what's the best way to describe this? Chaos tonight. This is going to be chaos. Yes. I'm driving Absolute the ship. Chaos. I'm super excited. First, I want to take a minute. If you're listening to this, if you're watching this on Facebook, at Mark Order Pod on Twitter, Schlong, you are fucking killing it, bro. I, I even really saw enjoy being I, on Twitter. I even saw it. It filled me with rage, and I had to do everything in my power not to tweet some sarcastic, assholey thing to him. You got a subtweet from Marco Stunt. Look at this guy. Even on vacation. Look at this. Even on vacation. He decides he's going to join us tonight. Uh, Ant Money, how are you? Uh-oh. All right, I don't know. He can't hear us. He can see us. He mutes his microphone. He's. Uh, I want to know where he's doing it from. Uh, there's a sailboat. It's a fan. It's a beautiful, beautiful picture. Possibly Ryan Schlong. Possibly purchased at an IKEA. Very possible, but I mean, he's at a hotel. I'm thinking that's a one-room hotel normally, and he's got a sleeping child. Uh, maybe he's in the bathroom. I mean, he said a business center, but I I would think. God damn, I'm going to fucking kill this cat. All right, so he doesn't have his regular setup, but he's here. He's trying to figure yeah. out how he's going to speak. I, I've decided to let the Twitter my naturally positive side come out on Twitter. Cause that's just how I am. And it's like, you know what? Screw it. Cause it's not, I, I've said, okay, that's not fake. Like I'm not being happier than I would be. That's literally how I, why I've watched over a hundred darks. That's just how I feel. That's fan. Look, it's fan. Look, it's fantastic. I tweet from the shining wizards account when I watch stuff like as a fan. So I, I like, like talk shit to the it. bad guys and I should, and it, but they, but they get it. It's not like a, like a, yeah. I when you talk shit, like because when you talk shit, I've seen you do it. You don't go like personal. No, you're not like take. You're not like kill yourself, your child. You're you're saying something funny in no, character. No, no, I'm trying to you know build up the you know buy into the story, build up whatever we're doing here, and the and I get a ton of love from all the wrestlers, so it's super fun. But man, to see you. 
fucking crushing it on Twitter. I got the notifications on. <laughs> Love Nelly. Oh, Nelly's out. I got to boot her. And are you are you able to talk yet or no? Yes, yeah, sorry. I uh, I'm on a different laptop, and uh, I've got my earbuds in. And um, of course, I came down to the room where I was going to talk to you guys, and uh, there were three people speaking very loudly, watching something like Marriage at First Sight. And I was like, "Come on, God, really? This it's awful. It's ten thirty at night. Why are you in here?" Only idiots would be in a business room at a hotel to talk about wrestling. What up, Ant? What up, Ant? Yeah. Money? Yeah. I found um, a piece of piece of the mouse. Oh, piece of the mouse tail. That's... How do I sound? You sound good tonight, sound good. unlike Monday. How's how you enjoy, how are you enjoying vacation, Ant? Vacation's good. It's been um, not much of a vacation because when you have a four-year-old, <laughs> there's no relaxing. Um, but it's been good. He's been like ramped up twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, like super excited. And um, it didn't really rain today, but it was really really strong winds. It looks like it's raining out now, though. I can't really tell, but. Strong winds, my friend. Strong winds. So we didn't do anything tonight. I was uh, watching wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it's. I got lucky. The tornado hit areas in my county, but never actually got to me. So I'm real lucky there because I saw pictures down in Mullica Hill, and it destroyed some houses. Yeah, I um, I saw a little bit of the news earlier on. They were going crazy with all the tornadoes in uh, in Philadelphia area, and. Um, we were under a tornado watch until like 10 o'clock, but it's just been really strong winds. Um, I don't, I, I know back home, my mother-in-law said, uh, said that the power went out around 845, but we don't know if it's back yet. So, well, God damn, Nelly fucked up all my shit here. This fucking cat. There. Oh, oh, oh. My, sound, my soundboard's all fucked up now. All you know right, what's funny? Better. Yes. You sound you sounded great before you just touched something. Now how do I sound? You sound really loud. You sound super hot. Yes, thank you. I'll turn that down a little bit. That sounds a little better. Um, a little better. Well, conspicuous by her absence, Kate the Great. I'd love to tell you some funny. She was on a toboggan. It flipped over. The dogs ate her. She's not coming back. But Kate got hit with some pretty strong storms. She's got no power. So uh, she didn't get to watch Dark. Uh, I did throw out, I told the schlong before the show started, uh, when I told my wife that it'll probably be, just be me and schlong because you're on vacation and Kate had no power. She said, you better tell that girl to come over. Tell that girl to come over? If she's sitting around in the dark. I said, all right, I'll let her know. She's got the dog. She said, she can bring the dog, but they can hang, put Buster on the sun porch. I said, okay. So I threw out the lifeline. But, you know, getting here is probably impossible, but whatever. Yeah, uh, I, it's a it's a nice uh, it's a nice gesture, but from what I'm hearing uh, from some of the people around here who might be from up our ways, uh, it sounds like there's a lot of flooding. Oh yeah, it's a disaster. I just got one of those emergency notifications on my phone, like an Amber Alert, but I got one for 
flash flooding. Do not try and leave the house. This is serious. You will die type of deal. And the kid I work with who lives in East Orange, he sent me a video of water up going all the way up his front steps. Oh, my God. At his house. I, I don't even know where that water's coming from in East Orange. Seriously. Bro, it's been pouring like a motherfucker. Oof, man. But we're not... Well, oh, sorry, Ant. No, I was going to say, I, I mean, it's terrible, but uh, I don't think we're here to do the weather hour, are we? No, I was just going to say the same thing. No... uh no run sheet here. You weren't supposed to do the show. So I was taking care of Nelly. You walked down to the business center. Yes. Uh, well, it's a room where they say, you know, you know, be mindful, no eating, no drinking, keep your voice down. Uh, and there was like three or four people in here watching TV very loudly. Uh, so I was just kind of waiting for them to leave. Uh, and now I'm on. What were they watching? Anything good? I was telling Ryan, I believe it was something like Married at First Sight. All right. All right. Not familiar with that vehicle? No, I believe it's, you know, one of these shows where they say people are getting married uh, the first time they're seeing each other, but I don't buy it. Ah, like a TLC type of deal. All right. Well, I think we lost Anthony. Here he's frozen. Nope, he's back. He's doing something. What? You were frozen. In time, yeah. frozen in time. Well, you know, I don't know how stable my connection is going to be, but go ahead, keep going. Well, thanks You're for the boss. Jo- thanks for joining us tonight. There is no fucking run sheet. There is no formality bullshit. And guess what, Ant? Couldn't figure out the the audio issues with the. the didn't even play the intro. Going to drop it in in post. How do you like them apples? Well, Look at you. I did that for quite a while when you were absent, yes. so I know how that goes. My sincerest apologies. I do have this gr- great new setup, though, that I'm super happy about, although I did have to go, as Ryan liked to say, white girl uh, light over here. I had to put a, a different light because I can't turn the light on behind me because then I look like Jesus Christ when I move my head. There's just a big... Oh. Literally, he blocks it out just with his head, but the minute he moves it an inch, just the entire thing is light. Yeah, it's a halo. It's a halo effect. No good. Especially for me, because I'm the furthest thing from a halo. An angel. I'm the furthest thing from a halo. Nelly! (laughs) Even with this new setup, he's still chasing the cat. It's amazing. God damn fucking cats. Well, you've got five of them. I only have three of them. Don't be adding numbers. Well, you know, it seems like five. All right. My fucking cord's all tangled. I'm a disaster. Well, listen, I do give you credit, though, Matt, because you got this whole setup in one day. And Kate's been working on her studio for like a year and a half now. Uh, I can't couldn't have done it without my beautiful wife because I can't put fuck all together. Uh, And usually things get broken because I get aggravated. So. You know, this chair would be like upside down. It wouldn't go up and down, would move. Table was pretty generic. And I put together a bunch of those bookshelves. So very nice. Yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. It's kind of like this show, right? I watch Dynamite. Uh, Kate watches Rampage. Ant Money watches Dynamite. Maybe some Rampage, maybe some Dark. But the real MVP, 
with all due respect, Ryan Schlong, he's watching Dark, he's watching Dark Elevation, he's watching Dynamite, he's watching Rampage, and he's, I can't put it over enough, crushing, crushing Twitter. This is Ant. I have one criticism, and it's if constructive. You, if, if you talk about the puns, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to ignore it. it. Well, it's definitely the puns. Like, what are we doing here? Come on, People we're not... Love puns that's not true they're polarizing they're they're polarizing in a bad way people love puns people love puns you know i also i i do happen to watch all of the vehicles i just don't tweet you know the twitter thing is for the young kids i leave that to uh ryan and kate we're the same Um, age group no, I think I'm a little older. Wow. I didn't, little I didn't think uh, I didn't think you had it in your schedule where you were watching all those in a timely manner. Oh yeah! By the time we hit Wednesday, I usually watch them all. Now this week's a different story. I'm not home, so I didn't watch. I didn't watch Dynam. Uh, I didn't watch Dark or Dark Elevation. I did see Rampage last week. I did see Dynamite tonight because of the rain. So, uh, so I'm sort of up to speed. And it's also listen. It's also go home week to the pay per view, right? So. Yeah, you very know, true. We got to be ready. Uh, Asian Joe also said, and Schlong watches all the vlogs. I do. This is what happens when you have no life, guys. I, you know what? You know what, Schlong? Eat gladly would trade places with you. Glad If I could just sit around and watch wrestling all day and not have to worry about fuck all. Right? I got these cats running around like maniacs. I got these figures I got to collect. All right, I got a lot. I got a lot of white people problems over here. Okay. Well, the vlogs are great because they all get released right when I'm eating lunch. So it's like, what the hell else am I doing? There you go. And to defend Ryan Schlong and his puns, Anthony, me and you, we, I think we're pretty much cut from the same cloth, right? Yeah. We don't like that that the puns, the hackiness, right? But guess what? Guess what? Twitter full of people who love that shit. And you know what? If it helps the brand. I know. Look, I'm not for it, right? But if it helps the brand, if it helps the brand, you know what? I can't. I can't tell him to stop doing it. He's the one taking the time to watch these shows and tweet about it and get great reactions. I can't be mad about it. Even if they hate it, Ant, they acknowledge it and they see it. That's what we want. It blows my mind that people are that into puns, especially bad puns. They're not even good puns. There's no such thing as a good pun. There are some good ones. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but some of some of you and you're in Kate's work. It's just, oof, it hurts. What are you going to do, right? So uh, we're not going to run through dark and dark elevation, but uh, Schlong, a couple highlights. Give me the highlights uh, of the these two episodes. Dante Martin had a had another match. So if you see him wrestling, go. Go watch him. I think that's the one thing I pulled away. And I actually, uh, Seidel versus uh, Penta was a great match. That was, I know Pac, I'm sorry, Pac, Penta. I'm thinking of the feud. Seidel versus Pac. Uh, that was a great match, of course, because those guys could go on dynamite and it would fit in perfectly. They've actually just, for in case anyone's curious, for the dark and elevation, they've cut each of them down to about an hour. So they finally have made it more reasonable. And Elevations, actually, I can't tell you Elevations taking on more of a storyline where Dark's not because they both kind of do it, but they have been working in storylines into both shows, which has been kind of fun. 
And I think they should have been doing that for a while because why not? You, you got people on there anyway. Now I haven't, I didn't see him this week, Schlong. So um, are they still playing out that storyline with Diamante and Swole or is that wrapped up? Yes. They had a tag match this week uh, and Diamante and, and it was a great tag match for all participants, participants at Diamante and Nyla won. Of course they, they fought dirty, but I expect that to keep going. And, and then that's what I mean. Like that's been a great feud. That's been entirely on dark and elevation. And which if Kate were here, she would tell you that's the problem that that feud's never on any of the other shows. And I kind of agree, but it's been awesome. And I think Diamante, I always talk about how great Diamante is and you see her on dark and elevation. And then she was on empower and had a great showing there. AEW really needs to start using her. I don't care if it's a tag team, if it's in singles, they got to start using her more and more and more because she, her matches are great and she's so believable. I'm glad you brought up Empower. Did you uh, enjoy the pay per view, sir? Full of full of the AEW ladies. I did. That was actually one of the. I mean, the commentary was terrible, but the the pay per view itself was awesome. I thought that was one better, well, better put together pay per views. And this each match, even though they were kind of last. There was no build to the matches. The match themselves had stories, and I love that. You kind of knew where they were going. And Layla Hirsch became a star, in my opinion. I agree 100%. And those not familiar with the NWA-empowered pay-per-view, it happened Saturday night uh, in all-women's pay-per-view. Uh, the AEW brand was represented by uh, the tag team of Kylan King and Red Velvet. They made it to the finals of the uh, four-team NWA Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament. Uh, unsuccessfully... Uh, walking out of there as the, the champs as they lost to the Hex, which was Allison Kay and Marty Bell. Uh, Diamante won a three-way dance with a uh, Kylie Ray, Kylie Smiley, and what's, uh, fuck, what? A triple-A woman. I, her name escapes me right now. I apologize. Um, and then Legit Layla lost to the NWA Women's Champion, Camille. And I talked about it on the uh, Shining Wizards podcast Monday. Love the match. Love the storytelling. The pacing. It was done so beautifully uh and if kate was here she would tell you she already knows this about legit layla because i know she followed her uh when she did a bunch of gcw stuff and whatnot girls a star it was such a great match so uh if you are a fan of women's wrestling i know the replay is available on fight tv it's definitely worth something checking out worth something to check out you and i tonight we're struggling i struggle all the time it is uh a cross i don't mind bearing it makes for an entertaining show. But Empower is awesome. AEW represented extremely well. Um, I noticed a name on one of the darks that got a win, uh, and I wasn't familiar with him. I don't even know if it was a man. Was it a woman? Hold on. I got to look it up. <laughs> I saw it go across the bottom of the screen tonight. Jory, Jari, Jory. Uh, George Joel. George he's Joel. The, he's the guy with Matt Hardy. He's Matt Hardy's intern. The guy from India that they they it's actually a great story. They kind of stepped away from it for a little while, and I'm not sure if it had to do with traveling or what was going on. But he was the guy who lost to Matt Hardy on Dark, and then Matt said, "I know your your uh, work visa is gonna gonna expire if I don't if someone doesn't take you on. I'll hire you." And so he got a win, and it you know I wasn't sure he was gonna win that match, but I love that story. And clearly, they cut a promo later of Jora and Matt talking to India work. Jura kind of reworked Matt's words a little bit, but I think they're using him as an inroads to to Indi the Indian market. Wow, talking to all of India. Now, yeah. I, 
I have a serious question. Is are they saying now he's from India? Because I thought once before they said Iran or Iraq. I'm not, I'm seriously asking, like, was it India this week or maybe we're not remembering? Only because I'd be interested in seeing if they're changing, like if they are for some reason changing where they said he was from originally and just changing it to India. I'd have to look because I actually don't remember. I just know he was speaking to India this week and he was translating gotcha. for um, – for Matt now he his thing his Twitter bio does have the Punjabi line so I gotta assume he's from India um, okay for some reason I thought that they said he was from like Tehran Iran um you know like when he first started and maybe they did and maybe they're maybe that wasn't true or maybe they're switching it up now I don't know I was just I always just find that interesting where sometimes they say somebody's from this place and then like a month later they switch uh where they're from for some reason. Yeah, for a long time, Sabu was from Bombay, India, and then he changes residence to Bombay, Michigan. Who knew? Shocking. Unbelievable stuff. Shlong, anything else from the darks that we uh, we should go out of our way to check out? I saw, uh, did my girl Emi Sakura come back? Oh, she did. She had a, she had a fun match against, uh, I think it was Laney Luck this week, um, who's actually a really good Laney Luck's a lot of fun for someone was, who's not uh, signed. Was Luck on her side? I made that pun. She's been on three darks. I've made it three times. And then there was another wrestler, Heather Reckless. Been on three darks. Three times I've used the Reckless pun. Nice. I love it. I love actually, it. Actually, they're, they're doing something really good with soccer where they're they're making her more heel than she was before. Okay. Is she still pretending to be Freddie Mercury? No. She comes out with a crown and a uh, – what is it with the, the – the thing the king wears like it's not a it's not a robe or a cape, cape? But... yeah it's a robe all right or the, the king's robe she comes out the and a helper now and she throws oh. a robe over the helper's head oh she has aids yeah so, shame just one or two just one aid no she needs two aids but <laughs> everyone like, has feel... aids that's how um i need some aids. all that weight this millionaire match shit is getting old real fast stop doing this shit by myself can I just say this from last week to this week, Schlong, did they update her costume or no? No. Then they need to update her costume because it is the most garbage costume ever. It's like the dollar store quintessential King's crown and, you know, tinfoil scepter and robe. Like if you want to put this gimmick over, put some cash into the actual costume because it looks really corny right now to me. I don't know if that's part of it though, like that it looks so corny and here she is. I mean, her first run when she was being Freddie Mercury, she just did not get over as a heel. No one understood what she was doing. She, this time I feel with just these few showings, the, the audience seemed to be way more into her, the crowd. So I feel like she's way more obviously a heel. I don't know if that has anything to do with the cheapness of the costume, but I don't care. <laughs> I didn't notice it to be honest with you. I just know it's the same one. Are you happy to see her back on dark? I mean, I wasn't in on her the first time because they didn't, she kind of fell into that Joshi where like they were there for a couple of weeks and then they were gone. I've liked what I've seen the last two weeks. And if they continue to use her this way, I'm thrilled because it's just another person who knows how to work a character and work a match. You're both researching. So I was looking for the rankings. 
I, I just want to be very clear, Shlong. Uh, while I'm talking to you guys, I'm doing shoot work. Matt said he's got all of this under control tonight. I wasn't even supposed to be here. I'm not even supposed to be at work today. Um, so Matt's got this all under control. Matt's doing all the research. I'm just here. Right, I'm well, just I'm here gonna... throwing out questions and quips and whatever. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say one thing about the AEW Dark and Elevation, and it actually comes on the heels of Empower. If you like women's wrestling, you can complain. I mean, rightfully so, complain about the lack of stories on Dynamite and what they're doing. They showcase very good women's wrestling on Dark and Elevation. It's actually sad they don't they haven't transitioned it completely into Dynamite and our Rampage because there's so many quality talents on those shows between the ones that are signed to the roster and the ones they bring in, they, they do not lack for workers. It's not like it used to be where they only have one story. Cause they only have one group that can work. Every match was decent. Oh, Matt's getting in trouble. But I will I say would... that I, I will say this though, Shlong it's, you know, while I don't agree, while I don't disagree with your sentiment, like that they should probably put some of that on regular television they clearly have the time to put more of it on these other shows, right? Like they have more time to showcase it. So I think in those, in, in, in that event, like you're bound to get something good because you're going to be like one for three or two for three, you know, when you're getting a bunch of women's matches, I don't disagree that they should be putting something a little bit different or trying to build more stories or transition stories to the main TV show. But like, again, for the people saying, Where's all the women's wrestling? You've got to go. It's there, and it's easy to find. Like, no, you I got to go watch it. I can't argue that at all. Except, I mean, this week we could talk about they they actually had story to their match, and it was a really good match. And Tay Conte trended for a little while on Twitter. But um, my point being is, even if they cherry pick just the best wrestlers or best storytellers from Dark and Elevation, it would give you a couple stories you could put on Dynamite or Rampage, so that you wouldn't have to you. It's net, get, I mean, I'm saying this as they seem to be getting away for it, but for how long was it just Britt Baker, whoever Britt's going against, and random thrown together match? And it's, it doesn't have – every match is better if you understand, even if the stake is just these two are competing because whoever wins is moving up. It's something to get the fans to, to be interested in, and I feel like they've been lacking that, except for at least on Dark, there seems they've tried to develop something. So we'll see where they go. I just I just want you to know uh, the AEW website does not update their rankings, and they don't have any rankings on their Twitter. So, so they're late with them. So they're late with their rankings because they're so important. Um, so I was ready to wrap the rankings tonight, but... I honestly, if you had wrapped in the night, Kate wasn't here. That would have been the greatest thing you've ever done. I was gearing up. I was just going to do it on the fly. No prep. Just look them up and wrap them. But I have nothing but the rankings from last week. So so Shame. real quick, I, oh, yeah, I don't want to cut you off, but it, it relates to Kate's troubles. Um, just as an idea of how bad it is for Kate right now. And actually for anyone, a friend of the show and friend of the Shiny Wizards, LSG is showing a video where his car is basically underwater. So that really sucks for that guy and everyone there. So poor Kate would have not only missed your rap, she would be probably swimming to get to your house. It's crazy. Crazy out there. Crazy world we live in, people. Be safe if you're listening out there in podcast land. 
Facebook land. I don't know. I don't know who's got power, who doesn't have power. I don't know what the story is tonight. I got a question. Yo. What are you munching on, Matt? Uh, the wife just delivered me some some kind of uh, hoisin chicken type of deal. Nice. Hello Fresh. So It sounded delightful. Oh, yeah. I'm going to eat on mic. It's going to be fucking. I told you it was going to be a disaster tonight. He promised that he's going to deliver it. God damn it. Well, I thought it was just the me and the schlong. So we're. I'm just, just going to free ball, spitball, ball. I mean, it's, if you want a free ball, you can do that anyway. It's going to be all balls. Just the schlong and you, a couple of balls and a schlong. I mean, why not? That's how we roll, baby. That's how we roll. Matt is all balls. I've heard him say to two of Trevor Murdoch's coworkers that he, he thinks he eats boogers. That is balls. Other podcast hosts would step away from that joke. Not our Matt. No. Goes why? right in on it. I'm just because you have balls. You're- no, it's not. Look, I got to back it up, right? I got to save face. I'm not. Tony, shit on Slice Boogie. His gear, all this shit, right? Slice Boogie's on the, on the show. Doesn't say a fucking word to him. Not a single word. And I wasn't even there that night. That's when I was down down your neck of which long. I would have thrown that motherfucker under the bus in a heartbeat. A heartbeat. I just I have to respect it both to Mickey James and then Jack Carwheel. So a Hall of Fame legend and then an up and comer. You're like, he looks like he eats boogers, right? And you made them both acknowledge it and kind of answer it. Yeah, and now you can't unsee it. Even Kate agrees. He looks like he eats boogers. No, I mean I saw him. He was on Empower for no reason. It was stupid, but I was like, oh, so that's the booger eater. And Tony's putting in the Discord. He's got a jacket on now. Anyone can go to fucking Burlington Coat Factory and buy a fucking jacket. That doesn't mean he's the championship material. Get out of here. He eats boogers. Trevor Murdoch eats boogers, and you'll never see you on AEW. You want to know why? Because he's not a real champion. He's a paper champion. Fuck out of here, Trevor Murdoch. I like them apples. You and Marco Stunt can go fucking drown. Drown in a river somewhere. (laughs) Preferably I, I might. that used to be the street in front of LSG's house. How do you like them apples? Uh, yeah, I feel bad. Like you said, his car's totaled, so poor him. Ah, it's awful. Legitimately. Awful. Awful stuff. Also, your hatred of Marco, I just I'll never understand it. No, I hate fun, don't I? You do hate fun. No, I, you I hate really Marco do. Stunt. Nothing he does makes sense. The fact that he got all the way to the top of that fucking cage tonight is a travesty. Yeah, he didn't take he's a small guy. Take the big bump, bro. Just fucking let go and fall. You little pussy, pussy! I don't bitch. think there's enough room in between for him bitch. to fall. Is there? He's a bitch. There's plenty of room for him to fall. Fall off the top, Marco. Fucking earn your money, you little shit, bitch! You little bitch ass bitch. <laughs> How you Mr. Garrison, this is shocking. Is it shocking? Are you shocked? Are you surprised? No. I'm a fan of his, so I can't really say anything. I'm a fan of professional wrestling, and AEW Dynamite gives you the best in the world of professional wrestling. No, I'm not even putting in a commercial break. ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. There's a billion shows. Just go. Listen. Check it out. The Midnight Jury, the the Brocast, they're from Australia, mate. Uh, Check those guys out. Turnbuckle throwbacks, they ain't worth the fucking, they ain't worth this plate right here. All right, the only thing that's good on the turnbuckle throwbacks is big, big copper pump. Jay, my man. All right, Phil and the fucking gypsy, they can go kick rocks. Uh, who else is on our network? Snowy, he does a Canadian. He's Canadian. He likes metal and he likes wrestling. And I think they're two completely separate shows, but it all sounds the fucking same to me. A, eh? um, 
Who else did I forget? Oh, Inconclusive Breakdown. My man Justin, he's been with us since day one. So check those guys out. Am I forgetting anyone? What are you shaking your head for, Ant? I'm trying to think. You got the Twitter jackers and the Facebook police, and I don't remember who that is. That's the Midnight Jury. I plugged them already. Okay, perfect. We've got uh, grab a beer, eh? That's uh, Hockey Night in Canada, Wrestling Night in Canada. Sure. Radioactive radio, metal. Radioactive yeah. metal. Yeah. Those are the only ones I think that I remember. Right. Especially the two metal ones that I actually care about. Well, I'm just going to let me just let's open another window on, on my computer and see how hot this thing will get. I mean, you should really just put the commercial in and post nah. like right here. Nah, I ain't doing that shit. We're doing the intro and the outro. Midnight Jury, Mark Order, duh. Wrestling Night in Canada, Ringside Rant. My man over there, RJ, Ringside Rant. Check that shit out. Radioactive metal. There, there we go. Oh, the broadcast, they're not on the network, but we play their commercial form because they're cool. They're cool people from Australia. Hi, good day. Right. Dingo ate my baby. We make him say it all the time. <laughs> all the time. This is a knife. Do it. Do it. You aborigine, get on it. Jump. Oh, my goodness. What? You can't say aborigine now? I don't know. Is that a tribe of people? They were in Crocodile Dundee too. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, because I think that's the one where he went back, right? Yeah. No, wait, wait. No, one, one is when he's in Australia, right? Two is when he comes to Los Angeles, right? No, yeah. one is when he comes to the United States. Two is when he one goes is back. New York. I, I, who cares? I don't, I don't think I can remember the whole movie. I just remember that scene. What who did cares? you expect? Hold on, Anthony. I got I got to know your your state of mind here, right? Kate loses power. She loses her front door. She loses a mirror. She loses her condoms. Haha. <laughs> um, she she never had have to exactly. have them. Yeah, since you'd have to lose them. Um, and she says, "Lost all this stuff." So. I'm like, are you in or out? And she doesn't respond because she has to put her phone in airplane mode. So you say, well, I'm available. What did you think was going to happen walking from your humble humble abode, your spacious suite down there in Wildwood, to this fancy Mark Warder podcast studio that we set up for you in Wildwood? Um, what did you think was going to happen tonight? I don't know. I, I I had no expectation because I was told that uh, I could do this with my eyes closed. Uh, boy, I only have to do a show focusing on one program. That's a piece of cake. That's now Schlong. That's what he said last week, right? This is easy. I could do this with my eyes closed. We'll do this. I'll put together a thing and we'll go. That's what I was. That's what he said, right? It is what he said. Now, I can't remember if afterwards he got mad and said, I'm going to make it a disaster or not. I can't remember if he had said that. I mean, there's always veiled threats with Millionaire Matt, but that's just, listen, money talks. But what what has gone wrong? Nothing. Nothing. I'm saying I can't remember if you put that threat out there or not. No. Just a little discombobulated. That's always, though. Is it? I mean, you spend this time, you put together this beautiful run sheet, we should probably be done in an hour and 45 minutes, and I'm instantly fucking going the wrong way. I'm like your brother driving to Baltimore. Wrong way, don't know where I'm going. I'm out of control. You gotta go north to go south. That's what many people don't know. Four rights make a left, I wanna go home. Very true. So where are we going next, boss? It's AW Dynamite, right? Yeah. 
I well, says the song go boom, zig da do, dynamite. Dynamite. I was kind of hoping that you knew the lyrics. No, I just know it goes something about the boom and then dynamite. Light the fuse. Oh, that is in there. We're not muse. It's dynamite. <laughs> no, I have no lyrics. idea. All I know is light the fuse. I found myself singing Judas tonight along with the TV, so that was weird. Of course you were. That's because you've been brainwashed to do that now. It's, it's the first time I've ever really done it, like, audible, like, out loud. I don't know why. It's so funny. I'm using I'm using this as uh, my mouse pad because this table won't really work well with my mouse. That's a great book, The Book of Jericho. It's pretty good. Are you enjoying it? I am enjoying it. Uh, but my wife did have a good question. She goes, he's still wrestling. Why did he write a book about all his matches? It's <laughs> like, yeah, maybe he'll do an addendum or something. But well, that's honestly probably exactly why he did it. Because if you look at the way he released his first couple of books, it, he was very smart. It's like, I'm going to stop here. And then I'll pick the second one up here. And then, so he knows like people buy. And I, I loved his original. And I actually like to f- love the follow up. I mean, he tells a great wrestling story. Yeah, I, I liked his uh, earlier books. Um, I even like some of the other ones, like the the Mick Foley, some of his earlier books. Uh, what was it? Have a nice day. Yeah. Even the Hogan one, where Hogan recounted all the stories in the Hulk Hogan way, that was pretty no, fun. I, I it's did always not like Hogan's book. It's always fun to read fan fiction. That's why. <laughs> yeah, his was. I liked. I like um, controversy craze. Cash by Bischoff. That's a great book. And obviously, Bret Hart's is a good book. It is different than all of them because it is the most detailed and least comedy related. But it's a good read. I agree. Excellent read. 100th episode of Dynamite. Did you think we would make it 100 episodes of Dynamite when this promotion started two years ago? I I mean, I expected it to go 100 episodes. I expected it to be around for at least a year, you know, maybe two before the network killed it. Um, so to be honest, I didn't even realize until today that today was the 100th episode. So um, kudos to them for making it 100. The network, you know, obviously likes them. They have two shows now on the network that are wrestling you know, focus. They have Roads to the Top or whatever that show's called. That's coming uh, at some point in the fall. You know, they're continuing to sign big talent. Uh, and the rumors of this Sunday seem to be pretty big. So, I mean, you know, they're going to keep, keep moving onward and upward. So, that's good. The uh, Roads to the Top, four weeks from tonight, sir, right after Dynamite. Oh. So, uh, well, I was telling Mrs. Money this a couple of weeks ago. We saw a commercial and I said, you know, that looks remotely interesting because like the original cut commercial I saw made it set, like made it look like it was actually going to be somewhat biographical, right? Almost like a true life, you know, or like uh, one of those kind of docs. Uh, and then very quickly, the second cut of that commercial was like, oh, this is just Ms. and Mrs., uh, so I probably will not be giving that show a chance. You ever watch Total Divas? Fuck no. 
Oh, it's entertaining no. as fuck. No, no, thank you. I just can't. It's I fine. just can't. I like my I like my wrestling scripted, not my reality television. Yeah. I like that the Miz admits though that his is pretty much scripted. At least there's some respect that and honestly. And I'm going to tell you, I waited to respond to see if Matt would respond with a mouthful of food. So I was kind of giving him that. I know. But I like that the Miz goes, yeah, this is pretty much all script. I mean, if you're going to do it, at least admit it. I thought they yeah. would reach 100. Yeah, I thought they'd reach 100. I didn't think they would be doing this well when they got to 100. I didn't think they'd have two shows on the network. I didn't think the CM Punk would be back and they'd be doing really good ratings. Um. You know, I, I thought they'd be doing well, like, okay. Like, I didn't think they'd be doing poorly. I just feel like, especially during all the craziness of the last year and a half, they have hit as many home runs as you possibly could from a wrestling company. Yeah, I, I don't think they get – they got painted with that brush like every other wrestling, wrestling company that's come along. Uh, in the last 15, 20 years, everyone loves to harken back to WCW – then t- obviously TNA has really been the only competition for the WWE. And and look, with all due respect to TNA and everyone that's ever worked there, it, it never really was competition. Um, but AEW is painted with that brush. They have Jericho. Uh, they have Dustin. These are all washed up WWF guys. Here comes, you know, here's Matt Hardy. Here's Miro. Here's FTR. Here's, you know... Name them. Here's Tay Conte, an NXT reject. Like, this is just WWE light, and they were painted with that brush. The thing that they did that that we saw TNA do is TNA kind of just pivoted and said, you know, oh, we're going to use the WWE, you know, their popularity with the WWE and put these guys out in front until the AJs and the Samojos came along. But from the get-go, it was like Ken Shamrock and Ron Killings and fucking Jeff Jarrett. And I think AEW was smart with it. Yes, Moxley was the champ. Yes, Jericho was the champ. But we also got to see MJF rise to the top. Jungle Boy, uh, Santana and Ortiz. I mean, obviously the Bucks, but on a grander stage. Adam Page, you know, the Brody Lee stuff was fantastic. So, you know, I think they're they're doing great, and I think this shit just fell in place for them. Like CM Punk fell in their lap. Mira, WWE releasing everybody. Like that worked out great for them. Take Conte's a steal when they released her, and, and I think it showed tonight. And we'll get to that later when we talk about that match. Um, you know, Brody Lee was a steal. He was over as fuck. The Dark Order shit. You know, that's his legacy now. Um, so uh, it's so it's such an exciting. I was so happy that I could be home tonight, and I was praying to the gods that please don't take my power away from me <laughs> the night you're home to watch it you lose power that would be that's it's not the first time it's happened the, the irony in that is just were you, surpri- you know what? oh sorry Aunt, go ahead I, I was just gonna say to kind of put a, a point on what you said too matt was we talked about so so much early on before we were really mark order pod and we were you know, just kind of doing bonus content podcasts for the Shining Wizards. Um, we talked about it so much was how um, they had so much young talent like MJF, like Jungle Boy, who we couldn't wait to see kind of rise to prominence. And we're we're now 100 episodes in and we're seeing 
the rise, right? Like we're seeing MJF in a major picture. We're seeing Jungle Boy in a major picture. You know, we're seeing Private Party involved with a whole bunch of angles, although they're not that, you know, the angles aren't that great. We're still seeing them be utilized a ton, you know? So it's just been great to see over a hundred episodes of one show. What we were talking about so early on was we can't wait to see the future with these guys. You know, Adam Page too. We can't wait to see the future. And we're kind of like now a hundred in and it's looking awesome. Like they're just, to me, it's well balanced, which I think, you know, like you said, Matt, everything fell into place and it's just, they're moving in the right direction. I think it's great. No, I'm with you. And it's, they're still bringing in those big names. Uh, you know, like people frown upon the big show you frown upon Mark Henry, like, when you have like all these, and we talked about it at nauseum on the show, but when you have all these young, super talented dudes, like Jungle Boy was what just on the Renee Pocket podcast, right? Yeah, and he yeah. put over just how much Christian has helped him in the short amount of time that he's been there, and like that's what like it's great to put out like the big show signed with the, with AEW. Uh, on like a Wednesday afternoon and people are like, oh, I hope he never wrestles again. I don't want to see him in the ring. But like what he brings to the table with all those other guys is invaluable. You can't learn. You're not going to learn fucking that at the performance center. Right. With Big Show and Mark Henry and Arn Anderson and fucking Sting. Sting and CM Punk were in a goddamn wrestling ring tonight together. It's fucking 2021. Are you serious right now? What a time to be alive. Did you guys think they were going to kick off Dynamite with this fucking tag match though? They kick off with great matches. I mean, that is their formula, and it is one that I don't care if they ever change or not because you can't go wrong with it. They understand. Just get people hyped right away. An amazing match. I didn't think this would be it, but I'm glad it was because it got me in instantly, and that was unbelievable. It, I feel like because of the way the last match went, I almost forgot how good these teams are together on like a normal tag match because most of their stuff has been crazy. with just so good and with Santana and Ortiz going over hope this is the start of something for them because they're just amazing absolutely unbelievable stuff as you mentioned Santana and Ortiz um hit the inside out suplex for the win they pin um uh Dax um right they pin Dax I'm gonna say they've been Dax yeah, I think it was Dax. Uh, they pinned Dax. They get a huge, huge, huge win. Uh, they kept talking on commentary about 20-minute time limit, and I was like, F- I'm like, I'm really going to be super annoyed if this goes to a 20-minute draw. Uh, one thing I liked that I don't think we've seen a lot of in AEW is the removal of the turnbuckle and exposing the pad. It is rare. Yeah, they don't, they don't often play that game. Uh, we've seen them kind of use removing the turnbuckle to do something else, right? Like to pull the referee over and then slip someone the brass knuckles or the loaded glove or something like that. But yeah, they, they haven't really done too, too much with the exposed turnbuckle. So it's always fun when you get to see that. Sorry. I got to eat my dinner, boys. All right. Oh, I know. Um, I loved that. that. Uh, FTR was rocking those beautiful Bobby tribute uh, t- trunks. Uh, and I think the match was great. I don't think it's the best we can get out of these two teams. And that makes me 
even more excited. Like, I hope we get like a, a rubber match, right? FDR won the first one. Santana and Ortiz win this one. The tag team, the, you know, the, the, this fucking cage match is going to be huge Sunday. So, I wouldn't be mad if we got one more FTR uh, Santana Ortiz match, maybe for number one contendership going forward after All Out. I think we get that rubber match in Queens at uh, the Grand Slam on, on, you know, Proud and Powerful's home turf. I think that's where you have, where you would do one final match. Um, you know, it would be great to have them get that big pop in front of their home crowd, assuming they would win. Um, and if they lost, boy, there'd be a ton of heat for FTR. So I think it's money. It gives you a couple more weeks to build it, right? And it's after all out. So I think that's the perfect time to pull it off. Did you guys think it was weird that the commentary was trying to sell the arm injury so early on in the match? Listen, I think it's weird that unless it's truly, truly a nerve injury to his arm, um, which I'm I'm not buying, um, I find it weird that they're really trying to play out the fact that his arm is like not fully 100% and it may never be 100%. I mean, again, I, I... I'm no physiologist, but I don't think that there was true nerve damage there. So I think the whole thing is kind of weird. I'm just tired of them showing the injury. So at least hopefully they're done doing that now. Schlong, any thoughts? Yeah, I I think it's weird. Uh, I mean, I don't mind that they played it up in the story a little bit. My thinking is that the rubber match is actually for the belts, but in like a month to two months. Whereas they let um, they've talked up the injury injury so that cat um, the FTR could step away for a little bit so you know cash can heal or whatever fully, and Brown Powerful go and they win at Arthur Ashe in front of the home crowd to get the biggest pop that you can get, and then FTR can come back and say, well you only we beat you you beat us. This needs to have a third match and that and then. You know, they've been off the scene for a little while healing up, and now they have a reason to come back. And not only is it a rubber match, but they can say, hey, we're fully healthy this time. Let's do this. You could, I just think that's the story. I mean, that's the story I want, so I'm going to hope that's the way it plays out. But um, I think it's just to give them a little break off TV to, you know, the tag division is tr- – I think they're trying to sort themselves out after the Bucks, and I think part of that FTR needs to step away because if they don't, they are definitely always going to be a, like a thought of for the number one contender – and that's going to be tough to get, you know, other teams up there for right now. Well, let's, I'm excited to see where this goes. Huge win for Santana and Ortiz, by the way. Probably the biggest win that we've seen on uh, in their AEW career. Yeah, they've taken more losses and wins in the big matches, so I was really glad to see them pull this one off. And you know what else I didn't like? There wasn't one fucking mention of the inner circle against the pinnacle. I don't think that exists anymore. Great. The pinnacle will exist after this weekend. Will it? I think it's gone. No. no. Uh, listen, the pinnacle's too new. I, I think that they're trying to play out these kind of storylines that they started. I I think after this weekend, this pinnacle versus the inner circle thing hopefully should be over. Now, that's not to say that my picks will say the same, you know, for that. But... um. I think that once we get past this weekend and some of the feuds, you know, that are kind of there and, you know, 
maybe even the next FTR um, Santana Ortiz match, you know, it'll be the pinnacle moving on to somebody else. Maybe the dark order, you know, who, who knows? They got a feud with somebody else. I, the pinnacle's still there. I just think they're taking a little break from it and really focusing on this MJF Jericho thing. Um, but boy, who knows what that, what way that's going to go. All right. Hear me out. So it's obviously can't happen at all out. Cause he's not wrestling. But we all hope that Hangman wins is the one who beats Page. I mean, uh, Kenny Omega. Sorry, we all hope Hangman beats Kenny Omega. Hang, so say that happens. MJF should be, in theory, the number one contender. You could have the Pinnacle Dark Order with MJF going for the for the belt, and it'd be a way to also have tag feuds and your big, you know, your big belt feud. Not against it. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't I don't have a I don't have a problem with that. I think that's an okay way of getting there. And I, I want to see FTR versus uh Evil Uno and Stu Grayson a lot because I think that'll be a fun matchup. I agree. Great tag teams there. Uh our next segments they kind of run together. We get a little backstage thing with two and Daniel Garcia where they refer to him as uh their son. Which I thought was hysterical. I fucking love two I love Dude, he did. It was like this the whole time with the fucking horns doing the horns. Yeah, I fucking loved it. Um, and this leads us to the CM Punk promo where he is happy to be back. He's um, he's going to soak it all up. He's going to love it as much as he can. He thinks eventually people are going to get tired of it. They fucking go crazy because they're definitely not going to get tired of it. Um, they chant, he's you still got it. Um, as he starts to kind of ramp up uh, the meeting this Sunday, and then he is swiftly attacked. Uh, And the camera was terrible because I thought uh, it was a fan. Uh, They kind of missed 2.0 sliding in the ring. But 2.0, Daniel Garcia jump, um, CM Punk. They beat him down until Darby and Sting hit the ring. Uh, The faces get the advantage. We get a scorpion death drop, a coffin drop, and the first GTS in seven years. Excuse me, and then Sting cuts a promo. He will not be at ringside for All Out. He's going to fist bump his boy, and he's going to head to the back. Uh, and that was that was pretty much uh, all there was there. So, Ant, I want to hear what you thought about this whole segment with the punker. I I actually really enjoyed this segment. Um, I I feel like you know I don't. I don't normally love when somebody who kind of like returns or, you know, does something like that comes out and is kind of continuing like, are you tired of this yet? Or blah, blah, blah. But like it, for some reason, when CM Punk has done it the past couple of times, it feels like genuine, like he's actually genuinely like, can't believe that people are still excited just to see him having not done anything yet. So I think that's fun, but I thought that this promo was good. I thought that the, Attack uh, angle was good, except for the camera, you know, kind of missing it. But the attack was good. Like, it made sense then Darby and Sting would come out to help make the save and even the odds. Um, so that was great. We see the the GTS uh, looked pretty good. Guy still got it. Obviously, he can do the GTS. Interested to see what he can do when the match comes Sunday. But also, what a cool moment to have Sting in the ring basically talking about We've never crossed paths, you know, here we are. Uh, and then it'll pretty much be an even match. Um, 
you know, it just makes this this fight feel bigger, right? It's been like what a three week build now. That's it. Not even two and a half weeks by the time we get to the pay per view. Um, you know, it, it feels like a big deal, uh, and that's exactly what you want for a guy coming to make his debut. Uh, I don't think there's a way that Darby Allen wins this match, but who knows? So we'll see what happens. But I was uh, I was into this promo. I liked it a lot, Mister Song. Balls in your court. I mean, I'm with Ant. I don't mind the punk coming in and saying, <laughs> uh, saying like, you know, are you sick of me yet? Only because it's so natural seven years away. That's kind of how I think you'd feel. I'm wondering if the camera cut was on purpose to kind of make it seem surprising, like it was genuinely a surprise. I don't like it, but I'm just curious if that was like their thought process. Man, I mean, listen, clearly they've made Darby, and Darby didn't really need to be made, but they're making him even more with this feud and, and being the first one to go against punk, but they really put over 2.0 and Garcia in a big way, having them be the first ones to lay hands on punk. Like that's not a, a small thing. He was getting his ass kicked until Darby and, and uh, sting came out. I, I, that's not a minor thing. They clearly see something in 2.0 and Garcia. I mean, I love them. I think everything Garcia does is great. He comes out with such purpose. Every, every step looks like he's angry. Um, and I think Punk looked good. And it was nice to see him kind of shed that I'm back happy to be here and kind of get aggressive, even towards Darby when they bumped heads. Like, he is going to have to be a wrestler at some point. His views are going to go beyond. I'm just trying to see if I could still do this and see if you can go. It's going to have to do something else. So it was nice to see a little bit of that tonight. And again, I, I think the thing I was happiest about was just seeing them make not only Darby, but other three other young guys in one segment. Let me ask you guys a question. Where do you land on the fence with uh, go to sleep? Is it Punk's move, uh, or should he uh, never have stolen it from Kenta? It is absolutely Kenta's move. Um, but I don't think he – he never claimed it's his, right? I mean, I don't think he does, but, I mean, that's look, I just ask because I, you know, spend a good majority of my day – scrolling through the dumb people that go on Twitter and fucking cry about useless shit. Like, guess what? The Pepsi plunge. He didn't eat. It's his fucking, it's the way he, uh, his homage to the macho man. Like maybe just like, like someone today was like, you need to change your moveset. You were gone for seven years. Shut the fuck up. I mean, yeah. Go ahead, how, many sorry. Can, how many moves can there be? At some fucking point in time, they're all they've all been done. Right. And Red Hart and Sting were using the same submission at the same time. And everyone has the same look, you watch every Finn Balor match, he uses all the same moves. Every Adam Cole match, all the fucking same moves. Every fucking Chris Jericho match, all the fucking same moves. Every Kenny Omega match, all the fucking same moves. The Young Bucks used the super kick so much it became a fucking running gag. I mean, I just, I don't, I mean, but just other, oh, it's somebody's finisher versus somebody else's. Like, again, Sting and Bret Hart were using the same move at the same time. The RKO is the diamond cutter. Like, these moves are are constantly recycled. It You can only do so much. And, I, I mean, I just don't, I don't care. I think people are weird that they do care. Yeah, and guess what? He's been gone for seven years. People want to see him do all those fucking moves. I want to see the, the elbow. The Pepsi it was plunge. cool when he was doing it. Bro, he don't look like he drinks Pepsi either. He's so full of shit. 
I don't know. He got it tattooed on his body. Yeah, but he don't look like I look like I drink Pepsi by the fucking gallon. You're gonna get a tattooed on you. You better be. You gotta be drinking like Jerry Lawler style Coke because Jerry Lawler really likes the Coca Cola. If you read his book. Yeah, but there's some people who can drink just drink gallons and gallons of regular soda and not, you know, have any issue. That upsets me. And you better uh, not be too. drinking that like Pepsi Light or whatever. What's what's the Pepsi Zero Sugar thing? They have Pepsi one. Zero. Pepsi. It's called Pepsi Zero. Oh no, it can't be because it's Coke Zero, so it has to be Pepsi something else. Well, it's not Pepsi free. <laughs> no, but I mean, the amount of working out he does, he can drink as much Pepsi, you know. Well, it's listen, like he's, he's the choice of a new generation, so it's you know it makes sense. He's Pepsi clear. Duly noted. I like clear Pepsi. I love clear Pepsi. It's so good. Right? Who knew? My what? You know what's? My wife has a bag of potato chips on the table downstairs from Lay's. Right? Lay's potato chips, Cool Ranch Dorito flavor. What? Yeah. I don't know if I'd enjoy that. I think the thing I like about Cool Ranch is that it's with the texture of a Dorito. I'll let you know. Maybe I'll have her bust open those chips later. Yeah, Wait, I'm going to really bag. sidetrack us, but I have to ask, Ant, you're down in the shore. Are you getting any fudge from the fudge shop? Uh, I will have my fudge packed uh, in Cape May when I leave on Saturday. Holy fuck, you- How did I not bring this up? I humbly bragged last week that it had been quite a bit of time since I shit my pants. Oh, oh my goodness. So glad you remember. Hold, hold on. While we're, while we're going back in time, I, do, I was corrected. I didn't realize. I made a Charlie Watts joke last week, but I said Charlie Parker. I honestly was not talking about Charlie Parker. I know he's a real person. But I did mean Charlie Watts, so it that, it didn't go over. But none none of you heathens uh, even picked up on that, which is a shock. So anyway, Matt. Um, so um, you broke the streak, huh? I broke the streak. So if you listened last week to the Mark Order podcast every Wednesday night here on the Rant Rantium Radio dot com, and available in all podcast forums. My wife is texting me. She's gonna say, "Don't tell your you shit your pants." Tell that story. Story. No, Milburn. Too late. Apparently, Milburn apparently is underwater terribly. Um, so last week, uh, in the middle middle of the show, I disappeared for about I don't know ten fifteen minutes to eat dinner because uh, I work in a restaurant, so I don't eat dinner at a normal hour like a normal person. Uh, it was HelloFresh black bean burritos. They were delicious. Uh, and then I got back on the show, and at some point I had humbly bragged that I had not shit my pants in a long time. What are these cats doing behind me? Hey, stop. Sorry. Um, well, I went to work Thursday. I was working on the truck. It was nice and hot. Uh, about 7 o'clock, I just I was not feeling good. And I never, ever... Asked to use the bathroom. But I had, to, I fuck had to go to the pool, find the lifeguard, and be like, bro, I got to use the bathroom. I was so close to taking an empty wood crate and a garbage bag and going in the woods and shitting in it. Oh, my God. So close. So when I released the demons, I was like, oh, thank God. I felt so much better. Drive home. And now I'm rushing because we're going to do 
podcast bonus stuff for the Shining Wizards Patreons. Rushing, rushing, rushing. Get to the bathroom. I'm in my bathroom. I turn the shower on to let it warm up, take off my jeans, and I go to fart, and I fucking shit my pants. Literally inches from the toilet. (laughs) Oh, my God. So then... (laughs) <laughs> oh Matthew. So uh so I I went to the bathroom and then I I put my underwear in the hamper and uh, I took a shower. Then my wife that So yeah. wait, 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 wait. Wait. Back up. You shit your pants. Yep. You took them off. Right. You put them in the laundry? Yes. Now look, it wasn't a it wasn't a full blowout. No, uh, no, no, no. There, there was something there. There was a little, there was a little splash there. Not nothing crazy. But you just put it in the laundry. Yes, I put it in my laundry. You didn't do any prep work. No. Man, you savage. <laughs> Are you surprised? Prep work. Oh. What kind of prep work? You don't like wa- wash out any of the. The stuff. Yeah, I took first? A, I took a little piece of toilet paper and I wiped out whatever was in the in the drawers. Okay, well then I guess that's acceptable. Like you made it no, seem it's like, not. but but sh- Ryan, but now I say acceptable in the loosest terms. When I say acceptable, it's the fact that he did anything um, to kind of clean up because it, he made it sound like he literally just did what he did. Took them off and threw them in the no 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 in the laundry. And it was it was one of those like oh I got a fart and then I pushed and I instantly was like oops. So it wasn't like I like ass blasted, like I rode my bike through a fucking mud puddle. It was like a like a sneeze. It was like a, and there was like a little sure. bit. And then I just fucking sat down and I fucking released the rest of my demons and I cleaned up my underoos, threw them in the hamper, jumped in the shower. It's good to go. But then and I instantly had to text you guys and let you know the streak was broken. So who does the wash of your house? This is another conversation we have Monday night. We, me and my wife, separately do laundry. I don't wash her clothes. She doesn't wash my clothes. So she did not get stuck with the uh, the shit pants? No. Okay. No. You know, that's interesting because I don't think that's necessarily the way we plan to do it in my house. Like... I always just like, I'm like, I'm going to do the laundry, whether it's mine or hers or whoever, you know, Mrs. Bunny's like, I'm just doing the laundry. Um, but it sure seems like when Mrs. Bunny does the laundry, it's all hers and none of mine. So maybe I should just start doing my own. Yeah. My wife does. I do my, I religiously do my laundry once a week. My wife waits. And then when she has to fold her laundry, forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. But I do my laundry oh, once a week, and I'm not. Look, I'm a savage. I throw it all in. I put it on one temperature. I put the fucking pot in. I don't give a shit. You're yeah. a savage, all she's right. She's got, she's got the whites. She's got the fucking brassiers. Wait, 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 wait. You make sure whites in your darks? Oh my god, do I ever? First of all, I'm a wrestling fan. I don't own anything that's white. All my t-shirts are fucking black, with the occasional gray one. I know that. Um, and yes, I mix them all. I don't care. So y- your story reminded me, you guys both know the comedian Jim Norton. 
yes yes so i listened to his morning show and he was he does cameo he was telling a story and you can find the video i'm sure if you google it it's on somewhere he was doing a cameo for someone as one of his characters and he wanted to fart in the video and you literally see the moment he shit himself he goes to fart he goes and you just see him go it was a chip cameo right yes you knew it right away yeah of course so, and that is literally what Matt did. Matt thought he was just getting a little stinker out, and it proved to be. Oh, I was fucking gearing up to take a shower, and it was just. You need to you need a sign outside the bathroom. How many days without shitting yourself? I was doing so good, and then I ran my gums on the show last week, and of course I had to tell my wife, and that was. You know, just she's like she's such a, God bless her, for what she signed up for. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, so Can't I believe it. the fudge conversation that brought up the shitting my pants. Conversation. I mean, I get how that went. We tie it all together here on the Mark Order podcast. Um, we get a after the CM Punk thing, we get a little promo package. Omega Christian Cage, all the broadcast talent offer their thoughts. Paul Wright closed by saying all out might be the worst night of Omega's life. Is there anything worth talking about here? I don't think I have anything now. Uh, we have the MJF sit down with Tony Scavone. Uh, Scavone says he's the most disgusting and despicable individual he's ever met. Uh, MJF drops every single one of Jericho's nicknames. Uh, and that he says uh, he's got big shoes to fill like Muhammad Ali's comeback for one too many fights. Jericho's on a downward spiral. Just like Ali, Jericho's an addict. He needs the spotlight. That's why Jericho put his career on the line at All Out. MJF will end one of the greatest runs in professional wrestling. Uh, it's poetic that the same yearning that brought Jericho to the dance will be the reason the music dies. Thoughts on uh, this uh, MJF promo? I like the promo. Uh, I have a feeling if Kate were here, she'd be like, why was he yelling so much? Um, but I don't have a problem with it. I also thought Shivani's reactions during the whole thing were perfect. Like he's checking his watch. I think at one point he was going to like gesture something with his hands and, and MJF grabbed it to stop him. Like, I just thought it was really perfect. And again, I thought it was just a good promo, pre-tape promo from MJF to strongly kind of build this final fight at All Out. MJF does really well when they can pre-tape stuff. I mean, he, for the most part, does well in front of a live camera too, but boy, he's really good when it's pre-taped. So I thought this was good. I think when he's pre-taped, because you talked about yelling, he did talk at some points, and I think that's the difference between a pre-tape and the crowd. I think when he's in a pre-tape, he somehow, he does control the volume of his voice a lot better. I think when he's in front of a crowd, he gets himself so worked up that he just goes into the yell mode. But I loved this promo. I thought it was what you, you know, considering how no one really was saying they wanted this match. I'm more excited after seeing the promo. Yeah. And I will, I'll circle back to that point Schlong, when we talk about Jericho and then I'll get a, get Anthony's point of view there. Uh, next up, Orange Cassidy, Jack Evans, with an old Matt Hardy. Uh, I like when Orange Cassidy gets beat up before the match because then he doesn't do his dumb shit uh, like this. Um, uh, if you're not watching on Facebook, facebook.com slash markorderpod, uh, Schlong's face was just... Didn't make the face when I said I shit my pants. 
right? A man he has met, he's shaking his hand, he's broken bread with him, doesn't bother him. But dare I dare dare I besmirch the great the great legend, professional wrestler Orange Cassidy? Let's Uh, be fair. I understand shitting your pants. We've all been there. But to hate on Orange Cassidy, a man who brings us nothing but joy, I just I just can't I can't understand it. It's 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 what you did in your pants of takes. That's true. Fair enough. Uh, so Orange Cassidy, Jack Evans, uh, Matt Hardy attacks for the bell, instantly gets the boot. Uh, I don't think they get a good shot of his fucked up nose, which I was a little disappointed about. I want to see his mangled nose because they did show the clip from last week. Um, I think it. I think this is the first time it's happened, fellas. The match ended during a commercial break. Uh, Orange Cassidy with a small package beat Jack Evans. Thoughts on the match? Slong, I'll go with you since you have such a uh, semi-hard-on for Orange Cassidy. I don't know. I would assume Orange Cassidy doesn't get a boner. He just kind of gets like... Uh, it's it's the Orange hard. Cassidy boner. You know, it's kind of like... Uh, it's 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 there. It's like a donkey, um, it's I, like a donkey dick. Yeah. Exactly. I re- I mean I like the match. I like apparently the picture in picture thing was on purpose. Um Kate's new employer, Sean Ross Sap, tweeted that out saying like their intention is to get people to focus more on these picture and picture picture in picture matches and say like you can't look away because it could end. And as much as I don't really like that, I get it. There's advertisers that need to be satisfied, there's money that needs to be made, whatever. Uh, I um, can only sit through so many snowpiercer commercials before I wanna no, I agree. Listen, I agree. It's oven. not something it's not something I want regularly, but at the same point, they do have to I appreciate that in order to keep giving me all the cool wrestlers, they do have to make some money. Um I enjoyed the match. I like Orange Cassidy's style. I like how he mixes comedy and then comes out of nowhere with super athletic things. He's very skilled when when he get, once he gets going and I do always appreciate the commentary more and more points out that his laziness is almost as used to just trick his opponent into doing something stupid. Psychological. Exactly. See, now you're, now you're thinking, uh, aunt, aunt money. Talk to me, buddy. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was shocked that it ended in picture in picture. I, I honestly wasn't paying attention. So I don't, I, I saw the replay, the roll up, but I didn't see it happen live. When they got back, I was just like, wait a minute, this couldn't have ended in, in commercial. Uh, I was shocked. So I guess, yeah, um, they want people to pay more attention to what's going on while they're in commercial, which is sort of weird because they don't always stay with picture in picture all the way through commercial. <laughs> um, you know, so it is what it is. Listen, I, I wasn't super hyped on this match anyway. Clearly, this is just a means to an end because now they're going to get a, uh, a, you know, an all-out buy-in match uh, or whatever they're called, what they call their pre-show, you know, where uh, it's going to be. It's the buy-in. Okay. It'll be, um, you know, the best friends in Wheeler Utah versus, you know, Matt Hardy in the Hardy family office. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. The match was what it was. I don't have a problem with Orange Cassidy, like you do, man. I'm actually in on Orange Cassidy. Great, great. Well, be it. Look, you be in on Orange Cassidy. Uh, Post match, Anthony kind of touched on it. Hardy attacks after the match. Chuck Taylor, Wheeler, Utah come out to make the save. The Hardy family office is overwhelmed. The best friends, and here comes Lucha Express, uh, and to 
uh, quote Ryan. Uh, he tweeted what Marco stunt. Uh, wait, 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 wait. It was Jurassic Express. What did I say? Jurassic Park. He said Lucha Express. Lucha Express. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it before too, um, but it's just uh, yeah, it was Jurassic Express. Yes. All right, and then you, what did you tweet there, Schlong? That got a got Marco a tiny cleared Tim the ring by excited? himself. Marco yeah. cleared the ring by he was the first to hit it, and they all ran out. It was yeah, him. Marco cleared it. Should have Titus O'Neiled himself on the way to the ring. I mean, Jungle Boy legitimately almost slid himself out of the ring. So that was kind of it. Would all, it luckily, he caught himself where he would be Titus O'Neil. Uh, post after this, where Eddie Kingston addresses Miro. We get back and forth promos. The Mad King, the gods. Miro only lays down for his wife. Um, Eddie Kingston's going to do Mad King shit. I don't know. He's angry. I thought this was a great promo. I you thought it was promo? great too. I just I don't know. Like it's it's every Eddie Kingston promo. I I like, but it is, but it wasn't. I mean, he pointed out a body part that that Mir- he's calling weak on Miro, which I thought was a nice touch. And then, you know, I liked the take my hand. I'm gonna we're gonna walk through hell. I thought that was a good a good line. Did we ever get any kind of clarification on who Miro's God is or what the God? What's this? What's his his? It, it, I mean, his God likes a lot of freaky sex with. People's wives, so I don't know. People's wives or his wife? Well, I mean, I'm assuming God's uh, God likes people to have sex with their wives, so but for, like freaky sex, like lots of it. I mean, I like the promo. It's gonna it's gonna be a great TNT match. I don't think Eddie Kingston's winning the title. No, he's not winning. But it, I I I think Eddie Kingston delivers great promos, so I'll listen to him talk all day. One of the best in the business, Anthony. What do you think about this, buddy? I uh, I th- did not mind this promo. Uh, I think Eddie's, you know, again, one of those guys who you can give a mic to and, you know, you don't have to worry about what he's going to say or how he's going to deliver it. And the fact it's pre-taped, again, he could have cut this promo six different times and they could have pieced it together. I don't think they have to do that, but they could have gotten whatever they wanted, the best take, and then just gone with it. Um Again, this is one of those matches where it's like it just came out of nowhere and we're going to get it all out and they're building it to feel like something really big. Um, You know, there are uh, certain people out there who are saying this is where we're going to get Lana to come in and do something and cost the match. Listen, whatever. Uh, I don't necessarily care for that shit. Uh, He's been mentioning mentioning his wife for weeks and weeks now. If she shows up, fine. I don't want to see her wrestle. Just have her be something to look at. But either way, I think this will be nice to um, – I think this has been a nice build, and it should be a good match uh, at All Out. I just don't know uh, – I don't know what they're going to do because Miro's been running through people, and I feel like he should just honest, honestly run through Eddie pretty quick. But I don't – I almost don't see how that's going to happen just because Eddie is Eddie, you know? So it should be interesting to see what happens. But I like the segment. Anthony, anyone ever tell you you look like Jackson Galaxy a little bit? I have no idea who that is. He's the cat guy. The cat guy? Yeah, he's the cat, uh, the cat daddy. He's the cat daddy. He's he's thinner, oh. but uh, I don't know something with the your beard tonight. Maybe the black on black, the glasses on the head. I don't know what it is. Great, Matt. I have a piece of trivia for you. Oh, pizza trivia! Give it to me. No piece of trivia. I don't have pizza trivia. I eat. 
Oh, fuck all about pizza. Of my first exposure to Eddie Kingston was when I think he's a buddy of yours had a public access show called Chris Gethard's show. Oh, yeah. And he, he had Eddie Kingston on. It was the first time I ever saw Eddie Kingston talk. Oh, fantastic. I just thought that was a neat little connection to you. I did. Isn't it ironic? Don't, Don't you think? think? Beat him. Uh, we get a little hype video for the Moxley Kojima uh, match that's taking place at All Out this weekend. I'm super excited for that. Uh, we come back from commercial break, and Jim Ross is going to interview Chris Jericho. Jim Ross is super emotional uh, introducing uh, Christopher Jericho. Uh, I really thought he was going to cry. Uh, Jericho hits the ring. He does his uh, welcome to Chicago's Jericho. He takes us down the old the old memory road 22 years ago in Chicago. JR, you know, recruited him. He started this journey. Um, he quickly points out MGF is a piece of shit. Uh, but he compares how Jericho and MGF are pretty much the same person. They're diabolical. They're arrogant. Um and Jericho cannot look at himself in the mirror knowing that MJF has three victories over him. So he has reached down to the depths of hell and put his career on the line. So he doesn't have to look in the mirror and say, you couldn't beat MJF. Um, I like this promo a lot. Anthony, I'm going to go to you first because I think you have, you're going to say something smarmy. You have some kind of smart-ass comment you want to throw at me? Hey, Ryan, just refresh my memory. Didn't Matt also tell us last week, I'm not going to read every sentence of every promo like uh, Ant does. We're going to be done in an hour tops. I mean, right? We, you said that, right? We would have been done if you didn't fucking call in, Danny, Anthony. Sorry. Oh, you, <laughs> you ass. No, um... I'm with you, Matt. I really actually like this promo. Um, I I think that, you know, it's another one of those moments where you put Jericho, Jericho in any sort of big picture and he does what he does, right? Like he always makes something feel huge. Um, you know, uh, he delivered a good promo in front of the live crowd and, you know, it it's another big fight feel. So we'll see what happens on uh, Sunday. Uh, I did see some people out there on Twitter basically theorizing, hey, he's wearing red shoes. Maybe that's a sign that he's going to lose and go work Japan. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, if we're doing picks, I'll hold my pick till later. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a good promo. Schlong. I really liked the promo. I thought JR being emotional, that was a nice touch of – trying to make you believe that this could be the end of Jericho's career because clearly they would be close. I will point out it was not an interview. I don't know why Ross was there. I mean, they, the Jericho just took the mic and started talking. Uh, yeah, Jim Ross did ask him why he was putting his career on the line. Yeah, but like, I know it's, it's really not an technically an, an interview, but he did ask him one question. It's like talking to Scotty Riggs. He asked him one question. He talks for 45 minutes. That's true, but and then you should know that about Jericho, I guess. But I just, I mean, I like the promo. <laughs> I, I liked, I liked everything about it. Jericho makes things important, and it was fun. And I'm laughing at it. Scotty Riggs joke gets uh, corpses. Anthony, interesting. It got me. That was funny. 
to your point before, Ryan, when you were talking about, oh, sorry, Sh- Schlong. Well, people know you as Ryan Schlong. Yeah, I'm Ryan Schlong. I, I can't. Kayfabe, I don't fucking know. Um, no. To your point with the MJF promo, like this Jericho promo, and I know I complained about it last week, like I'm just ready for this thing to be fucking over. This Jericho promo, I'm like, I can't wait for this. And I, you know, I'll, I'll show my hand a little. I think Jericho fucking wins. Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't. At first, I was like, this is how they get him off TV, and this is how he goes on tour and does all that stuff. But I don't know. Like, after tonight, I'm like, he's going to win that match. And I don't know where they're going after that, but I'm with you, Matt. He wins Sunday. So kind of with both of you where I think he wins, even though I'm like, what do you do? My guess, my not my guess, if I'm doing it in my head and fantasy writing, is he wins and then – Warlow and whoever else comes out and just beats like hurts him like they say he's injured you know they wrecked the rest of his arm or something where he takes time off from tv anyway and then mjf will say well i lost but he's never wrestling again because i ruined his arm something like that I, w- I would think that's if they're gonna have him win it's a way to get both things done at the same time i mean does a retirement in wrestling even matter no he could be back in six months saying you know tony Khan begged me and i had to go back on my word or something but I think he wins. I think they're building it up that way. Would you be interested in a Tommy and Malachi Black Chris Jericho program? Oh yeah. I mean, I think, go ahead. Sorry, Sean. Go ahead. No, I, I was. I was. You seem to be thinking it over. So while you were thinking over, is letting it go. But I think they're so different. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I just like. On paper, yes, but I, in practice, I don't, I don't know how it would work out. I just think like they're in totally different arenas. You know what I mean? Like Jericho is just so much older and working so differently now that I just don't think it would be as good as it could be. On paper, I like it. I mean, I w- listen. If they did it, I w- I wouldn't not watch it. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we get a little Darby Allen uh, promo where he says, uh, you know, Punk said he was 15 years old. Darby would be his guy. Well, when I was 15, you were my guy. Uh, and we're going to fight. You underestimated me uh, and my skateboard. Uh, you're a nerd. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he says in Chicago, he's going to beat Punk or die trying. Um I don't think there's anything really to dissect of this unless you guys have something you want to chime in with. No, nothing to dissect. Just, I think this does help it feel like a bigger, you know, big fight. It's only been like two and a half weeks to build it, but I don't think there's any way in health CM Punk loses his return match. Brother, guess who's not losing, brother? That's right, brother. Taz? That's right, brother. Taz? I'm sitting in on commentary, brother. Oh, Taz, so good to see you. Or hear you, I should say. Oh, brother, I heard you were uh, on vacation, brother. We miss you in yeah. Jacksonville, brother. Well, you know, maybe I'll get back to Well, you're not in, in Jacksonville. You're in Chicago this week, Taz. But I'll be in New Jersey uh, in a couple weeks. And then I'll be in, uh, in, in the Grand Slam. We'll hook up. Yeah, brother. Protein shakes for everyone, brother. And Jacksonville is a special place in my heart, brother. Me and you, you know Jacksonville, it. brother. You know it, Taz. 
Powerhouse Hobbs gets a win over Brian Cage. Uh, Hook hanging out in the corner there. Taz on commentary. Always good to see Taz hear his beautiful voice. Uh, Hook is involved throughout the match. Match never really got off the ground for me. There were some cool spots. Um, I like the spine buster um, that Hobbs threw on on Cage. I like the finish. Uh, I like Cage doing that. Uh, he does like some weird combo where he ends with a German suplex. I thought that was fucking cool. Um, but the ma- I don't know, man. The match just, you know, if Brian Cage isn't in there with like someone like Matt Seidel who flips and flops all, all over the fucking place for him, I just, I don't know, man. I wasn't into it. Uh, Ricky Starks uh, clobbers Cage with the belt while Hook is distracting the referee. Hobbs with the pinfall. One, two, three. Let's go to Schlong. Powerhouse Hobbs. I got to do his music every time. So I enjoyed the match, actually. And I will say this. um, A buddy of mine who Ant knows, Greg, I've been getting him into wrestling again basically because he started listening to this because he heard I was on something and he's a good friend and he was watching tonight and he enjoyed the match. He, he was texting me that he really enjoyed the match. I think just two beefy men beating each other up does have an appeal to people who may not. Yeah. What, I'm going to say, I think we all like some big beefy men. Um, I think it has uh, has an appeal to people who may not care as much about super skilled in ring work where they like more of the show to it. And I think that's what this match offered was a bit more of the show. I mean, you can't help but be like, holy shit, look what these two giant men are doing. You know, because I, I, I mean, Brian Cage has been doing it for a while where he pulls off moves. A guy his size shouldn't. Powerhouse Hobbs is really good at that, like athletic and he can do some stuff. He just shouldn't be able to do at his size. So I, I enjoyed it. And I love that they have beaten Cage the same way twice now i feel like that it's not cheesy it's a story you're because they pointed it out if they didn't point it out i might be annoyed but commentary making a point uh have saying like hey this is the same way it's it's part of the story and i really enjoy that yeah i um i'm kind of with matt like to me like i'm more of a fan of brian cage when there's uh smaller guys that he can kind of toss around um, but he hasn't looked terrible in the ring. You know, like, I think when he first started, like, there were a few times where I was like, man, he looks terrible. But he hasn't looked terrible in the ring. So I'm kind of with Matt. Like, I like when there's smaller guys who can bump for him, like, all over the place. Um, but I'm with you, Schlong, in the fact that they've beaten him now the same way multiple times because he's a big, dumb animal. I kind of love that. Um, so, you know. We'll see where this goes. Uh, Ricky Starks is such a shitty heel. Um, it's great. I, I just, I really want to see more of Ricky Starks. Maybe he's not 100% cleared, but I really want to see more of Ricky Starks. Like, please, can we get more Ricky Starks? Like, what are we waiting for? Uh, I think All Out's such a loaded show that to throw Ricky Starks' Brian Cage on there just gets lost. So to give us give us that coming out of All Out, a uh, little Ricky Starks' Brian Cage action, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised sir yeah no i don't i don't need it at all out i just want to see more ricky starks like i feel like we haven't really seen him wrestle that much and i know he was injured for quite some time with his neck but you know he came back and had one match with brian cage and then we really hadn't seen too much out of him so i just want to see more ricky starks i think uh we're all in agreement on that more starks uh we get a malachi black uh promo 
Uh, he's told uh, Lee Johnson he didn't leave the ring because Lee Johnson came down. He left because he calls the shots. Uh, he had seven days to atone for his involvement at the end of last week's Dynamite. And uh looks like they'll be meeting at Rampage. Uh, I expect another huge squash. Uh, I do like the Tommy uh, Malachi Black character very much, though. Uh, it's a quick cut back to the ring. And QT Marshall and the factory are there. And there's Nick Camarado, and there's Aaron Solo, and there's a bunch of other dudes. I have no idea who they are. Yeah, I um, I don't know who any of those guys were. And I guess just to back up on, uh, uh, oh, man, uh, what was the promo right before this, Matt? I'm sorry. The Tom Malachi Black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the Malachi Black uh, promo. I just want to make sure I get this in there because uh, – I think this was another one of his promos. Like the first one he did with Cody was sort of weird and disjointed, like a lot of like metaphors and stuff like that, that I think went over way too many people's heads. So then like even the one he did right before um, uh, Brock Anderson was a little more scaled back. This one I think was the same thing. I like the way he delivered this promo. And again, uh, his eye just looks like it's getting worse and worse. And I like how he actually started so you only saw his good eye and then he turned to the bad eye. So good promo out of Malachi Black. Um, this QT Marshall thing, let's put some respect on his name, Matthew. I said Marshall. I'm just saying, let's put some respect on his name. No, I have, look, in the vortex of shit I don't care about, this is just everywhere. All right, he's out there. Who are you to laugh at me from the commentary desk? Come down here, bullshit. Big Show beats up all his goons. Uh, and then uh, the gun club just shows up. Yeah. And then uh, Billy Gunn waffles him with a chair, and he hits him a couple times, and QT Marshall uh, is acting like he has no idea what's going on. Excalibur calls his kids scumbags. I thought that was kind of out of left field since. That's right. Uh, fucking a minute ago, they were faces. They were there to save the day. And all of a sudden, his, kid are, his kids are scumbags. So, you know, how Excalibur feels about the gun club. Um, and they, and then QT comes back in they hit him with a fucking diamond cutter. It's, I know that they have to sell this match. I just don't give a shit. Yeah. I mean, my whole point to this promo was going to be, I want to know what's going on with the gun club more than I care about this match. So I feel like that's a backfire, right? Like you made me care more about something that's not involved in this match. Um, so I guess maybe then they've got their hook in me, but I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't necessarily care about this match. It'll be good to see what Paul White looks like back in the ring. I'm sure he'll look just fine, but uh, I don't care about the match. I just want to know what happened with the gun club now because they were part of the Nightmare family. What happened? Did they get put out? Who the fuck knows? Ah, good question. Shlong, how'd you feel about the, the big show? And, or Excuse me, Paul. Paul, right. No more BS. No more BS. I'm going. I hate to. I hate to go with Kate's people, but I'm going to call him Tall Paul because I kind of do enjoy that name. Um, I think it's funny. I I was trying to figure out who the other guys in the ring were because usually I can identify them from Dark, but I couldn't. Rem- I can't remember their faces. Um, QT is one of those guys where the fact that I do watch everything comes into play because I see him on Sammy's stuff and he's really good on that. So it helps me be interested in him and I've seen him on dark a lot. So like 
I get more interested in what he does because I watch everything, but I totally get other people not being interested because they don't like, he's kind of, what is he, you know, he hasn't really been much of a character otherwise until the last couple, like month and a half. I actually think, and pointing out like, Oh, they're more interested in things other than the match. Cause the gun club, you know, hit, hit a tall Paul. And I'm, think that was the point actually i think they realized that this match is really just filler in the card to kind of like after you have a big match kind of let people calm down a little bit and based on the reactions on twitter this worked wonderfully uh people really were surprised and talking about it so whatever they intended it really worked and also i want to go to the malachi black thing real quick you know and talk about how good his promo was and i agree i also think it's great that you have two people on the the roster who kind of talk kind of like about God and mis- like uh, in like religious undertones, but they sound nothing alike, which I really appreciate. They, they could easily come off like you're seeing the same thing twice. And I don't think uh, Mal- Malachi Black and Miro sound anything alike in their promos, but they both have that like undertone of religion to it, which is really interesting. And that's all. I like it. I like it. You're right about the gun club. I think that kind of stole the, uh, stole the spotlight from this match. Uh, they tease that Britt Baker has an announcement and it's about the hottest free agent in wrestling. Uh, so she lets us know that Rebel and Jamie Hayter will be in the Casino Battle Royal. And if either of them win, they will not be challenging her uh, at any point. Then she says, now for some big free agent news. Uh, someone has just signed a contract. They will be around for a long time. That person is me, Britt Baker. Love it. Uh, she said she's got Tony's ear, uh, and she holds the power. And next week, or excuse me, on Rampage, uh, two-on-one, Jamie Hayter and Rebel take on Chris Statlander. Thoughts on the promo? Do we need to dissect it? I, I just want to say I love the troll job of I have, you know, the big free agent news. Obviously, we know it's so much. They did the hand thing for the baby. And just to have it, I, I really appreciate that kind of work. I think it's a good... But especially because they didn't hype it up before the dynamite where that would be a, the wrong kind of swerve where people will get pissed off since it was during the show. I think it was absolutely perfect. Um, and, and I like her promos overall. She's good on the mic. She always has been. So. Yeah. I don't need to dissect this. Um, but yeah, that was a good way to get people bought into like, oh my God, she's going to spill something. And then she's just like, it's me. I'm the, I'm the free agent. Uh, so, um, you know, that's a good swerve. Uh, and uh, I think a lot of people bid on it. I was hoping that we'd get some sort of news on uh, a real free agent that's hanging out there. But uh, good to know Brit's there long term. So we'll see what happens. Uh, and we go right from the Brit segment into Tay Conte and uh, Penelope Ford with the bunny. Uh, Tay ends up with the win uh, when she pushes uh, Bunny off the apron um, and causes Penelope to collide with her. Uh, rolls her up one, two, three. Post match, they beat her up. And we get a huge return as Anna Jay comes down to make the save. Uh, we find out that she will be returning to the ring Sunday in the casino battle Royal. Uh, I thought the match was good. Uh, I think take Conte looks great. I think the cameraman focused very much on our assets. Um, Thank you. 
But uh, this was a, I thought this was a good women's match. I enjoyed it. Tay did some some super fun stuff, and Penelope looked good. And and uh, there was a little story there with the bunny, so I enjoyed that. And the Anna J return was huge, so I'm all for it. I I really enjoyed this. Yeah, right, so I'm, I'm not the only one who saw the camera thing. Sorry, Ann. I had like I don't want to cut you off, but I have to bring. It. So I am I the only like Matt? Are you messing with me? Messing with me? Or did you see no, him zoom I in? Saw she he was... zoomed in on her coolie. Jesus Christ. I just thought that was really funny. Um, and you can speak the rest. I just had to get my camera comment out. No, I, to be honest, I, I must not have really been watching um, because I missed, like, I saw your tweets about it, but I honestly didn't, I didn't see it. Uh, so I, I kind of was like looking for it after the fact, just to see if it was something that was constantly happening, but I missed it. So um, it was when she missed, she went diving into the side. She got thrown into the corner. So her, her butt was like sticking out. And so it was already out and the camera just zoomed in. You're like, guy, could you be more obvious? It was one for the boys at home, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with this. I'll give my, I'm going to give myself half credit because I'd been saying that we're not going to see Anna Jay until Sunday when she returns at the, at the battle Royal. All right. She came out tonight, but she's going to be in action on Sunday. So I'll give myself half credit. I know Asian Joe said he'll, he'll allow it. So thank you, Asian Joe. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, listen, the match was good. There was a story here, you know, albeit a thin story. Uh, you know, it, it was a story. The match was good and they're going to play this out. I think a little bit further in the battle Royal. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. I like that there was a story in a women's match. We don't have that often. That was my complaint. And even if it's thin, it's something. Tay Conte is a fucking star. I tweet. I mean, she's on dark a lot. So I list even the last two weeks. I got to tweet about her a lot because she's on dark. Her, she, you can't help but cheer for her when she walks out. She looks so happy. She looks so genuine. And the fans every time get into it. I, I just how you. She's not. She's not. <laughs> She's not ready yet to take the belt from Britt, obviously, but how you don't push her as one of your biggest stars in the women's division, I just don't know how you don't. She's so over. Well, you want know, to talk about over women. Our next segment, Thunder Rose is in the back. She's getting talked to about the Casino Battle Royal. She's approached by Nyla Rose, who's flanked by Vicky Guerrero and Jade. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. Uh, Jade Cargill and uh, Smart Mark Sterling. Uh, Thunder Rosa takes takes uh, offense to these two ladies, so she takes out her earrings, and she just starts throwing bombs, and the bitches beat her down. So then the bitches beat her down, and and she went down swinging. And she went down swinging, and then Nyla and Jade kind of go face to face, and Mark Smart Mark gets in between them and says, "There's more money on Sundays." Vicky Guerrero agrees, and they go their separate ways. Uh, we get the rundown for Rampage after this. CM Punk speaks. Darby Allen, Daniel Garcia, Malachi Black, Lee Johnson, Chris Statlander against Rebel, Jamie Hayter, and Miro will also speak. Uh, we see a promo, uh, a graphic too for next Wednesday. Cincinnati, John Moxley returned home. What'd you guys think of this Thunder Rosa backstage segment? Uh, let's go with you, Ant. I didn't have a problem with this segment. What I had a problem with was Nyla Rose. Um, sorry, I don't know if I froze. So I didn't have a problem with Nyla Rose or, or didn't have a problem with the segment. I had a problem with Nyla Rose trying to make her shit look tough. And she was basically 
like just breezing, you know, breezing by her. Like it just looks so bad. She looked like she was touching her so lightly with her punches and her kicks. It just didn't look tough out of Nyla Rose. I just wish Nyla Rose looked better. Um, but other than that, you know, two heels taking on Thunder Rosa. They're trying to build another story going into this battle royal. Whatever. I mean, fine. We get to see Thunder Rosa on TV. Let's do something with her. Although I don't think she's winning that battle royal. So, first of all, Kate, I know you're still probably talking when Jade's on TV, so shut the fuck up, Kate. Second, I like that Thunder Rosa looks like a badass. Yeah, she didn't beat the two of them, but she comes off looking like such a badass in this, and that's great for her character. I just, she's obviously like, I was just talking about Tay being a star, and you kind of fed into it. She's clearly this the other biggest face in this entire division, and she's she's ready to take the belt off Britt whenever they're ready to do it. She's clearly there, so I can't wait. I, I mean, personally, I don't think we're going to get that match. Sorry, Matt. I don't think we're going to get that match until I, I don't know. I don't know if it, it'll happen at full gear or even revolution next year, but I honestly don't think they're going to give us Thunder Rosa Britt Baker anytime soon. No, they can't because they're riding the Brit wave and, and it would be a shame to have Thunder Thunder Rosa is the perfect person to beat her, so it would be a shame to, to do it too quickly. But this is where you're hurt by not having more than one real women's feud. You have a bunch of stars, and what are you doing with them? Yeah, you're right. Uh, we get a rundown of All Out, and we'll go over that after the show. or Not after the show, after we talk about Dynamite. Uh, we get a video package hyping Jericho MJF. Before the main event, Don Callis joins us on commentary. It is the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers with Brandon Cutler taking on the Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express with uh, Alex Abrahantes and uh, fuck nuts. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I saw bits and pieces of this match. Uh, Ryan asked me about it before. There was some disturbing news on Twitter uh, about Daphne uh, that she had done like an Instagram live video. She was talking about suicide. She apparently had a gun. Um, so it was uh, kind of took my attention away from AEW. I had opened my Twitter account during the commercial break when we came back for this match. Um, I had, I was just scouring Twitter looking for any information that I could find. So I was kind of in and out of this match. Uh, I did see the end. Uh, fast pace. Good action from what I could see. Uh, I expect nothing less with these, these teams in the ring. The exception of the Good Brothers. Um, who obviously don't fit the mold. But I understand why they're there. Uh, Meltzer Driver on Phoenix. Uh, the Young Bucks beat the, the Young Bucks win for their team. Uh, Post-match, Kenny comes out. He's got the microphone. He's running down uh, everybody. He gets in the ring. Uh, they start beating up all the faces. This prompts Christian to come out. Uh, they beat down Christian. Kenny says this is a ploy. They break out the kendo sticks. Then he says uh, Don Cal stole the key to the cage. The cage lowers over the ring. They handcuff the Lucha Brothers to the ropes, uh, and they merci- mercifully beat the shit out of the two of them. And Christian Cage with uh, the kendo sticks, super kicks, uh, the BTE trigger. All the uh, Alex Abrahantes goes to the back to get help. Dante Martin, Marco Stunt, uh, Jungle Boy, 
Frankie Kazarian. They're all trying to get in the ring. Brandon Cutler spraying the shit in their face. The Good Brothers are hitting them with the, the kendo sticks. And the show kind of goes off the air with uh, them standing tall in the cage. And uh, that was dynamite. So what did you guys think of this match? I'll go to you first, Shlong. I The match was fun. I mean, for what it was. Uh, there was a lot of moving parts, and I think that made it a little tough. And they didn't have a t- – they had a good amount of time. But I think when you have this many guys in the ring and you had the ending they had, it, it almost wasn't enough time. I'm, I mean, so the match was what it was. I loved what they did with the cage. I will say that. I, I haven't seen – I mean, I can't remember seeing it anytime recently where, you know, the 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 heels have someone in the, in the ring and they're beating them up and won't let any of the, the baby faces – save them i just thought that was a really cool scene a really cool way to use the cage um i think brandon cutler is the most comical villain in the world because he just literally comes off as a cartoon character which works with the elite so i I highly enjoyed all of it i think it was a a great way to end the show i really like this match uh a lot of good action in here um it was great to have luchasaurus and you know uh luke gallows in the match too because you had two big guys who could work against each other and then everybody else who could just fly around and do their crazy shit um to be honest i didn't need all that shit that happened with the cage and the handcuffing afterwards like with kenny omega although i love the 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 blue black dye job uh, on Kenny going to the pay-per-view looks fantastic. Very fashionable, according to Mrs. Money. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I just, I didn't necessarily need this going into the pay-per-view. Like it's not selling it for me. Um, you know, I don't know if they're trying to make people think that Christian is not going to be the guy in this main event. Like somehow this is going to get him out of that. I don't see that. Um, but you know, not a bad way to kind of go home on your Wednesday night show to your pay-per-view. So uh, I thought it was good. I liked it a lot. I thought it really put over the fact that nobody's getting in or out of the cage. Yeah, I mean, I see that. And I think they've kind of hammered that home, right? I just, I don't know. I just didn't seem to need, I, I didn't need them to like pull the cage down and just do an ultra, ultra beat down on everybody. It you know I didn't think it was terrible. I just didn't need it. It wasn't for me. Fair enough. Uh, so that was the go home dynamite for uh, all out taking place this Sunday. We have Rampage Friday night. Countdown to Rampage uh, also Friday night. Which for is countdown a, to all out, right? A countdown to all out. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, after which Rampage, is, which is uh, after Rampage, right? Yep. Um. Yep. So let's say I want to hit on some news and notes before we get into all out. Um, it was reported earlier tonight. Max Caster made his return to an AEW ring. He was involved in an angle during uh, AEW dark elevation. So it looks like his suspension is up. Um, pretty bummed about this one. They have removed Pac and Andrade from all out due to travel issues. Yeah, I, I saw that. And, um, I thought maybe I thought it was uh, Andrade, but I think it might be actually Pac because uh, Andrade puts it out something out there like, you know, I wasted my time. Like it should be like a boxing match, like where if you don't make weight, you get fined. So I guess it's Pac's traveling travel issues. 
which I am perplexed about because he was just at TV last week, right? He did. Didn't he have a dark match? Yeah, I think he wrestled and I I don't know, I guess maybe he went overseas. Like where could he have gone that now he's got travel issues? He's got fucking COVID, I bet. Probably does. Or he, he probably traveled somewhere where he needs to quarantine now because of whatever's going on. So it is what it is. Unbelievable. It sucks. I was looking forward to that match a lot. I thought that match was going to steal the show. Yeah. Uh, we found out today that if you are going to Arthur Ashe Stadium for Dynamite, you need to provide your vaccination card, which will not be a problem for the Mark Order crew. Nope. And uh, I'd prefer it that way. So thank you. But, uh, yeah, just get your fucking vaccinations, you dummies. Please, just do it. Please. The chip that's in the fucking vaccine is no worse than the one that you got fucking glued to your fucking head all day. So just fucking take the shot, you fucking jack wagons. I wonder if all the people who uh, didn't want to do it because it's not FDA approved... Uh, who also take multivitamins know that their multivitamins are probably not FDA approved. So get the goddamn vaccine. Yeah, get your shot, you fuckers. Hey, Matt, backing up real quick. Uh, because, I don't know if you saw, because the pack Andrade match got moved off of the card, they pushed the Battle Royal to the main card. That's, yes. why, they, that's why they put the 10-man tag on the buy-in. I was going to get to that next. Thank you. Oh, my bad. No, it's good. I like that. Uh, you know, this is like one of those uh, those uh, two-man bicycles. You know? Both a, bu- a bicycle built for two. Yeah, both of us can steer the ship or the bicycle. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, all outs this weekend, people. Are we fucking excited or what? Big 10-man buy-in match. Matt Hardy, Private Party, TH2. TH2 is on a fucking pay-per-view. Can you believe that? Take it on. Orange Cassidy, uh, Jurassic Express, Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler, Utah. He almost said Lucha Express. I know He did. He caught himself. Uh, (laughs) We got the 21-woman casino battle royale. Uh, Paul White and QT Marshall. Wait, are we doing picks? I'm going over the card, bro. Will you relax? I thought we were going to do whatever. We'll make picks. Are you fucking cool your Jets, man? We could do it at once. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm playing the Matt card. Uh, Oh, if we just went through the card, we could pick our picks at the same time and be done with this shit sooner. We'll start with the buy-in, the pre-show. Make your picks, you bitches. Uh, We got Matt Hardy and his Hardy family office. Uh, It was full of Dwight. Uh, Daryl, uh, Maj, and uh, Maj, Maj. Uh, yeah, Oscar, I know Oscar Maj in the warehouse. Yeah, and uh, uh, Michael, not Michael Scott. Michael from the warehouse. Get down, get down. Take it on the team of best friends. Everyone's friends. They all go to Orange Cassidy's house and play video games. Orange Cassidy. What? What's wrong with playing fucking video games? The way you said it, you seem to think you have a problem with playing video games. No, I got my N64 right over there. I'm in the I'm in the playoffs uh, in my NHL 2021. 
Very nice. So I'm playing video games when I find time. Uh, Arch Cassidy, Chucky T, Wheeler, Utah, and Jurassic Express. Buy-in 10-man match. Who you got? I'm going with the best friends and Jurassic Express. I'm with Ant. I'm going with best friends and Lucha Express. I will agree. I like the faces here. Everyone uh, ends the pre-show happy. Thumbs up. Orange Cassidy style. Everyone's a winner. Get that hot Chicago crowd excited. 21 woman casino battle royal. Let's see. Do we have the participants? Who's listed here? Hold on. They just announced six more women. Let me pull this shit up. What are you doing over there? I'm waiting. I'm so excited. Are you? No. All right. This is what we got. Uh, Abaddon, Kylan King, Layla Hirsch, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, uh, Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura, Thunder Rosa, Tay Conte, Julia Hart, Big Swole, The Bunny, Red Velvet, Penelope Ford, Nyla Rose, and Diamante. So far, we have 19 women announced, so we still have two spots to be filled. Did you say Anna J? Oh, Anna J. One spot to be filled. And we all know who that's going to be, right? Who? It's got to be Ruby Riot. Oh, you think she? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ruby Soho. You think this is where she debuts? Yeah, I I didn't think it was gonna be. I thought maybe Anna Jay was gonna be the um the Joker, just because like they wouldn't have announced her ahead of time. But now that they've announced her, I think it's gonna be Ruby Soho. Who do we like to win? My opinion is if, if it's. If it's Ruby Soho, I almost feel like they just push her into the picture. But then she can't be Brit, so I don't know if that makes sense. I'll still I'll still go with it. I'll go with Ruby Soho, the Joker, as the winner. Schlong. So, for the exception of the fact that I said they can't beat Thunder Rosa because she's not ready for that title picture, even though she's the one who I think logically – make this most sense. I'm going to actually be with Anne on this one. I think it's Ruby Soho and I think she wins. I don't think anyone else is ready. I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I'm going to go Jade Cargill. Oh, wow. I think she we is need, that bitch. I think we need to bridge the gap before we get to Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker. And we've seen the fucking Nyla Rose show. It's not great. Uh, I would love Anna Jay, but you know, you bring her back and you throw her right into the title picture. I'm not ready for that either. I think uh, Jade Cargill is a heel. God damn. And uh, with smart Mark Sterling, um, I don't think she necessarily has to wrestle Brit. I think she she can just be a chicken shit heel. Throw around a little bit, maybe do a little bit of wrestling. And the promos leading up to that match, you know, would give Jade a little more extra time to, to train and and get ready for it. And it doesn't have to be a fucking full gear. This could be a rampage or dynamite in four weeks. Uh, just, you know, a, a clear cut heel in the women's division that can challenge uh, Britt Baker. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea. I, I just think she's still a little too green, um, but they could build her like four weeks. And we've seen that they don't 
necessarily build these to pay-per-views. So I think it makes sense. Uh, just, they could just put on Dynamite or Rampage. They if, do that all the time. If it's not Ruby Soho, would you be against the Joker being Serena Deeb and her winning and challenging Britt Baker? I mean, I just don't know if that has any like shock factor to me. Um, they tend to try to, I guess, surprise people with these Joker entrance, you know, like it was Seidel a couple of years ago. I think that fell flat mainly because he also fell flat on his face. Um, and then, you know, last year or the year before, whenever it was, wasn't it uh, Leo Rush? Like that was cool, but then he was like, I'm hurt, I'm retiring. Um, so it never got to go anywhere. Um, so I, I mean, listen, would I hate it? No, but it wouldn't be a surprise. So that's why I don't think they do it. Fair enough. Uh, QT Marshall and Paul White. Paul White. Paul White. Paul White across the board. Nobody sees QT Marshall getting a win because he's a fucking loser. John Moxley, Kojima. I like Uh, John Moxley. I think this is, is setting up for a bigger... Bigger, uh, bigger fish. He can say he mowed down Yuji Nagata. He can say he mowed down Kojima. He's beating all the old guys. He wants, he wants the guy. He wants Tanahashi. Yep, Matt, you stole it. I was gonna say the same thing. I think Mox wins, and then eventually we start just beating on Tanahashi, uh, and then that's what we eventually get to. I'm going with Mox because I don't really know who the other guy is. Do your homework, son. Look up something Kojima. That's a lot of work. I'll have Kate do a book report it's for me. No more, no more work than than watching AW Dark. Find a Kojima <laughs> IWGP Heavyweight Championship match. You'll be thoroughly impressed. You can actually do it on the same platform. We'll see. I'm a lazy guy. You can't tell me you watch all the wrestling and then tell me you're not going to watch the wrestling. No, no, I don't watch all the wrestling. I watch all the AEW wrestling. This is AEW adjacent, buddy. It's adjacent, but it isn't. I will watch it if him when he wrestles in AEW. TNT Championship match. Miro defends against Eddie Kingston. I think we're all in agreement here. Miro. Miro across the board. Miro. I'm sticking yep. with my uh, Kip Saban as Fuego Del Sol. Um... That would be cool, um, especially because he would look so much better than Fuego in Fuego's outfit. Go fuck yourself, Ant. Wow. Hot take. <laughs> the young Bucks, Fuego got to be hot. The Young Bucks defend the AEW Tag Team Championships against the Lucha Brothers in a solid, salad steel cage. That's it. The salad steel cage. I'm taking Bucks to retain. I don't think they drop them here. I think the Lucha Brothers could take them off them. But I don't know. It just doesn't seem like they're ready to let him go. I think they're going to keep him on the Bucks. I think we got new AEW World Tag Team Champions. I'm taking the Lucha Brothers. I mean, I'm part of me sees them being doing that, that they can't make the card too predictable, so they give us that. But I just I have to say it's the Young Bucks. I don't think that I think the Lucha Brothers are in a different story right now. going to be bonkers i'll tell you that insane and nelly's back of course she is 
Fucking Love the adorable. toss. She lands on her feet every time. Uh, AW Women's World Championship, Britt Baker, Chris Statlander. Britt Baker. Sadly, Britt Baker. D-M-D. Across the board, bitches. CM Punk, Dobby. I don't think we need to, to go through this one either, right? Like, how would you have the biggest return to pro wrestling end with a loss in his first match? It's got to be Punk. Oh, we're going Punk across the board. Mm-hmm. AW World Championship, Kenny Omega, Christian Cage. Kenny retains. Kenny. Kenny retains. Kenny retains. And, and it's, it's got to be Hangman to get it off him. It's got to be. But there's another big rumor going down around this pay-per-view, Matt. I know you've heard it. Do we want to throw it out there? If you don't want to hear it, turn us off, right? Yeah, what's that rumor, buddy? Well, the rumor that's been swirling has been that the plan all along was to have Brian Danielson uh, show up and make his debut at Arthur Ashe for Grand Slam. However, uh, apparently the word is that uh, AEW, you know, powers that be within AEW were getting concerned over what could happen to that show with the new, you know, uh, proof of vaccination rules. So they apparently have looked to move up Brian Danielson's debut to all out this Sunday. So I don't think, like, I think there are people who've heard that rumor and think that maybe that's why they beat down Christian tonight so that he gets taken out of this. And maybe they put Danielson into that picture. I have I do not think that's what they're doing, but do I think he can come out at the end of the night and basically point to Kenny and be like, that's what I want. You know, I'm coming for that. Sure. And the place will go nuts and it's a great go home, you know, kind of fade to black on that show, but strong, very strong rumors that's happening this Sunday. So tune into the pay-per-view. Ah, be sure you're watching. You can, I know we talked about Monday night. It'll bleach your report. You can stream it there. Uh, and it's on Fight internationally. So, and I'm sure if you call your local cable provider, uh, you can order it on a pay per view. Yeah, it, I think it is available on pay per view. But like, why would you not buy it on Bleacher Report? Because then you can watch it again whenever you want. I agree. I concur. Are we so, watching this together somewhere? By the way, uh, I have a late. I will be able to watch it in real time. You son of a bitch. I'll probably be about... Let me see. Let me look at my schedule here. I will be... Uh, I get done at apparently 8.30 on Sunday night. So, oh, so late. Yeah, I'll be playing catch-up, so... Uh, no. The answer to that would be no, then, Anthony. All right. Well, then... We'll have to uh, text each other about it later. Yeah, don't text me. I'm busy. I'm <laughs> That'd be such uh, a dick move. Sorry, my name's not Danny. I don't do that. Don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it. I ain't gonna ruin it. All right, how uh, how excited are we for All Out, kids? Scale of one to ten. I'll say this: I'm excited because I, I'll I'll put myself at like a a seven, 
And I'll tell you why. I'm excited because they don't do pay-per-views every month. So I always look forward to their pay-per-views. But it is a little pared down because I feel like this is one of the more predictable cards that they've had for a pay-per-view in quite some time. I feel like in the past when we've done picks for pay-per-views, it's like it could have gone either way. But this is the one that seems like we're kind of all on the same page about a lot of this stuff. Um, so that's kind of why I'm like at a seven. I'll even say maybe six and a half just because of the predictability. But I am looking forward to this pay-per-view. They always tend to put on a good show. Schlong, man. Uh, I'm probably about a nine out of ten. I mean, even though we talked like it was super predictable, they do sometimes make changes. And even if it is predictable, predictable isn't always bad if I like the way the stories have been built to go into it. And I'm a fan of most of these stories. So I'm good with I'm really excited for this pay-per-view. Yeah, I'm at, uh, I'd say, like an 8. I, I look forward to the AEW pay-per-views again. I won't be able to watch live, so I'll have to play catch-up. But uh, I enjoy the pay-per-views, and uh, the Punk return is going to be good. The Steel Cage match is going to be off the hook. Disappointed about Andrade and Pac. Uh, excited to see who the Joker is in the in the, in the Battle Royal. And uh, won't be mad if the show goes off the air with Daniel Bryanson, Stan- Brian Danielson uh, standing on the stage. I think it's a very real possibility. Very real. I hope you're right. Hey, guys. Yeah. Uh, I know we're wrapping up, but guess what came in the mail right before I left for vacation? Stickers. Yes, sir. They're sitting at home. Uh, So we will let you know next week how you can acquire your Mark Order podcast stickers. So stay tuned. We'll put it out on the show and we'll put it out on social. I haven't even really like looked at them yet, but they look, you know, they're at the house. I got them literally before I left the house. Fantastic. And if you enjoy the podcast, uh, at Mark Order Pod on Twitter, Schlong is fucking killing it. Hit that follow button. Uh, chat them Please. up. Please, uh, facebook.com slash markorderpod and join the markorder.com is the website. Uh, and of course, we're available on all podcasting platforms. If you listen to the show, please like, rate, review. It really helps us get the word out, uh, introduces us to some new folks. Uh, and if you like uh, all elite wrestling and uh, jokes and shitting your pants and puns and uh, people who don't like fun and people who do like fun, uh, this is the place. That this one. is the place. This is the place. Did you guys want to talk about anything else before uh, we pull this train into the station? Honestly, I think you uh, covered it all, Matt. This was a no- this was you could have done this in your sleep. I think those. I think I said that. I think you did. Yeah. If it wasn't for the AEW fucking up the rankings, I would have the rankings. Oh man. I'm so upset that there were no rankings tonight. You could have wrapped them. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Now I got nothing. I don't have shit for you. Well, next week we'll be back, right, to talk about the pay-per-view and, uh, you know, Dynamite. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, But we'll be out there uh, on Twitter tweeting it and all that kind of fun stuff and, we're also in the Discord, right, Matt? The Shining Wizards Discord. 
Yeah, we're crushing it in the Discord. If you go to at Wizards Podcast on Twitter, there's a link right in the bio. It's not as fun as the Young Bucks bio. Um, it's actually very boring, but the link is there, and you can jump in the Discord and uh, all sorts of uh, interesting conversations going around the Discord. We have a, a general chat, which is really open to anything. There's a music channel where we talk music, books, um, all sorts of wrestling channels for every promotion out there. Uh, there's the DDPY uh, channel if you're into DDP yoga, which I definitely should get back into. Um, it's just a good time, fun community. Some days it's hopping, some days it's pretty quiet, but overall we have a good time and uh, it's a fun group of people in there. So please join the Shining Wizards Mark Order community. It's a it's a good time had by all. A lot of fun, and I think you got it, Matt. I think that's everything. Fuck yeah! We'll be back next week. Every Wednesday night about 1015 Facebook.com slash Mark Order Pod at Mark Order Pod on Twitter. Join the Mark is the website where you can find all these episodes and past episodes. So scope that out. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. We're talking Fallout from All Out. <laughs> How do you like That's me right. That's right. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Schlong killing it on the Twitter. Uh, we're going to talk about our picks. We're going to talk about the dynamite after, and uh, hopefully we got a lot of debuts and such to talk about. So be sure to tune in. Kate will be back next week. Uh, I have every intention of being here. So Anthony will be back from vacation and uh, it'll be a humdinger of a time. You will be back next week, right? From vacation. Yes. So I'll take care. I'll do all the heavy lifting. Even when this guy says he's not going to be there, he's there. Well, you know, it, it rained. I got to watch the show, so why not? And I was actually doing real work while I was talking to you guys. Wow. Multitasking. True professor. I have to. Have to. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Mark Order Podcast. Goodbye and good night. the Mark Order Podcast. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Join the Mark Order.